Hello gamers and welcome to episode 11 of the Listen Gamer podcast. Joining me today is again the wonderful Apocalypse, Mr. Ah. Indominus Ash himself. And crawling his way back out of the basement, we do have the good old King Crazy. I've been slugged for a week, guys. I've been slugged. I'm doing good, thank you. How are you? I, I heard there was a, a there was a booba camping you in the basement. Not letting yeah, you know. I, I touched his chest and he was like, nah, nobody touched my chest, fam. <laughs> also, I know you were hoping nobody would pick up on it, but you nearly said episode 10. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had definitely heard it and I was like, well, I'm going to bring that up in a minute. Ryan, do you even have the, the, the episode notes in front of you? Jeez. That's two of you now. Do. No, the worst part about it is I do. Okay, so I, I I had an excuse. I didn't have them. You do, and you still messed them. You were still supposed to read them, though. That's still not an I excuse. You, you assume that I can read. <laughs> I thought that you were spending a week in a basement. That's a lot of terms and conditions that you don't know what you signed for. Oh, 100%. I own your soul. <laughs> you assume that I have one. <laughs> so, yes, it's good to be out of the basement, guys. Where, where were you last week? Where was I last week? Yeah. Over I was busy. Of yeah, I was, I was coaching Bubba how to skateboard in the basement. That's what it was. <laughs> like, we didn't... Love it. Like, of all the wood in the basement, like... <laughs> like, he couldn't find a way to make a skateboard, so we just used his chainsaw. Okay, just standing on that. It's very good, yeah. It's automatic. Like, you just rev it and you just go. It's fantastic. That's not quite how it works, but sure, we'll go with that. Hey, <laughs> That's not know? how it works. Can I fucking have a chainsaw? <laughs> All right, enough, enough with the technicalities, okay, Bushman? Chill out. <laughs> but yeah, no, it was good. I, I've, I was, I was out, um, like teaching skateboarding. So, like for those of you that haven't, well, I was going to say haven't seen my stream, but then again, I've streamed like four times, five times in the last month. Uh, essentially, my daughter started skateboarding. She caught the bug for skateboarding, which made me get back into it after like a 10 year break. And uh, the teacher that she has, like I just sort of like, as he was off doing other things, like with the other kids, because I skateboarded and I know what I'm doing, I sort of like did a one-on-one -on -one while he wasn't there with my daughter. And then I sort of like got into talks with him and we were just like, he didn't mind me jumping in on like helping her. And then it sort of escalated from there, where I would actually help with everyone in the session, not just my daughter. And like, I would help in the beginner sessions, the advanced. And then the last six weeks, uh, he said, uh, do I just want to help him out, volunteer kind of thing? Well, he said he'd pay me, but I said, no, I just do it for volunteer thing. And then I enjoyed it so much. And it sort of ignited that passion and fire that I uh, used to have back for skateboarding. And I've done the courses for it. Um, I'm doing first aid tomorrow. I got a first aid course tomorrow that I got to do. But yeah, mm -hmm. by the end of the month, I'm going to be a fully qualified uh, skateboarding coach and I'm going to be off on jobs doing stuff and just coaching all around uh, the country, essentially, which is pretty cool. That's really cool. The streaming will continue, by the way. I will, I, I'll be working around my streaming kind of thing. Yeah, you, you, you're always very good at sticking to your schedule. Hey, I've stuck to it for... Every time I stuck, <laughs> I, I had a schedule. I stuck for it. Okay. Can, can we just run that back though? Because I'm pretty sure I heard you say you went outside, and as a gamer, that is illegal. 
That's the thing. I'm not just a gamer. I can multitask. Plus You're an M&S gamer. I'm an M&S. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not just any gamer. I'm an M&S gamer. This man clearly didn't play Pokemon Go. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm, I have, actually. I was out playing Pokemon earlier. Oh, I meant that's what Ryan saying. You can't go oh, outside right, right, and be right, a okay. gamer. That's what I was getting at. Fair enough. That's, that's well, you, fair you, enough. you scrubs went outside to play Pokemon Go and didn't just spoof your location. Ryan do, bitch. Not, <laughs> Ryan, do not give me that. I know for a fact that you can barely turn your PC on without help. You could not, like, root your phone and just spoof your location. Yeah, you can. You literally download an app saying change my location and give, no, it, that uh, ad- and give it admin position, uh, permissions. It did at first, and then I actually had to go outside. Well, when they can I just say, you, you, you can't give an app admin position, uh, permissions unless you root and hack your phone. Well, I you was able do to do it, so... Slanderous. I, I don't know. don't know. don't know what you want from me, gamer. <laughs> Your friend did it for you. <laughs> no. <laughs> the worst part about it is, out of all of my friends, I'm probably the most PC literate. Oh, that makes me want to cry. Yeah, I know. But yeah, I didn't actually touch grass. I was mainly touching concrete, <laughs> to be Hopefully fair. Hopefully not with your face. Uh, I actually avoided that yesterday. Um, I was. <laughs> it was after the session had finished, so I was having a little bit of a free skate myself, and I wanted to do a manual up, over, and down the box, the metal, the, the metal park we were at. But because it was like such a neglected park, where the joints were with the metal, um, I did it loads, but I tried it on the opposite side because I couldn't be bothered to skate back just to come back on the same side. So I went on the opposite side. And um, where the metal joins the, the, the kicker up and then the flat part and then the kicker down, when, where they join with the metal, they'd come apart. And um, on both sides where they joined, the, there was a lip. And it wouldn't, it, you wouldn't hit it on the way, on the opposite way, the way I was originally going. But on the way back, my, my back trucks, when I was manualing, caught it. And then as I came down from the, like the thud, my front trucks caught the second one. So I just went arse over tin and just pretty much did a, a, a roly poly on the ramp, slid down the ramp. And like, I avoided like face planting by doing like parkour, you know, when you do the little roll and then just get back up from it. Did you stand up and do like the gymnastics pose to make out like you went to do it? I did a dab. I'm not going to lie. I did dab. (laughs) (laughs) My my daughter was like, that was was dramatic. (laughs) I was like, look, it saved me from smashing my head on the floor. It saved me from like face planting. And all I had from it was a a grazed knee. And uh, I was pretty chuffed with that, to be fair, because that could have been really bad because I had no pads or anything on. Did did you go home and show Queen your ward wounds? She was there. <laughs> she was there. You're coaching skateboarding and not wearing safety equipment. What kind of coach are you? No, an unqualified I, I get, one. An unqualified one, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, a, I'm just a volunteer. What do you mean? <laughs> Meant to be setting an example. No, I do. I, I pad them all up. I get the pads on them. Uh, they have knee pads, elbow pads, helmet, and wrist pads. Um, when I skate, if I'm comfortable what, with what I'm doing, I don't wear any pads. Um... If I'm doing like bigger ramps, which I've not done so much, uh, then I put knee pads and my wrist pads, well, one wrist pad on. Um, and if I'm trying something. You're just protecting your dominant wrist. Yeah. So essentially, no, I'm not even lying. I always, always put it on my wrist because my wrist, my, my right wrist, sorry, uh, is my, I always put my right foot forward when I push, I push goofy 
So my right foot and right leg is forward. And every time I fall or every time I come off or something, I'm always putting my right hand down on the floor. My left hand does nothing. My left hand is either behind me or by the side. So I don't need a pad on that side. So if anyone has skated like here before, then you'd kind of understand if you did wear pads. But the only reason why is because obviously I, I'm older now. I'm getting on. But like, it's just, I don't want, it's like bones take longer to heal when you're older. So it's just, it's just for me, really, it's just like, I know I don't need it, but for, I only put the pads on when I'm doing bigger tricks or tricks that I'm not used to doing or trying something new, that kind of stuff. So yeah, just skating around the park and doing just things like that. That's, I don't wear pads because I'm comfortable. Nice. Clearly, clearly fucking not from that lip on the, <laughs> on the ramp though, but that was, that was like a, a fluke. It was a one-off like. Yeah, sure. But what about you guys? We get you. That's my life story for why I wasn't <laughs> here. Why wasn't you here the the week before, Ash? I can't even remember. Oh, it was my uh, girlfriend's mum's birthday. So I was at a party. Wait, you socialised? Well, yeah. <laughs> We're really not doing well for a gamer podcast right about now. <laughs> <laughs> socialising and going outside. Like, what is this? Okay, it's healthy to go outside and talk to people. <laughs> but then people don't have knives. You know the whole, like, it's okay to be okay thing? It's like having yeah. to gamers. It's okay to go outside and socialise. Yeah. But yeah, I was just yeah. chilling with my girlfriend's family. It was, it was nice. I was All here. People just sat in. Yeah, I haven't had a very interesting... Uh, experience in the stream earlier as well yeah yeah brings us on to one of our topics today if you want to let us know what happened links how, how long was it in the end um it was well it depends if you count the two games in a row i mean i don't know how long actually the first game was something like maybe half an hour mm. something like that and then um i got sniped by hackers again and then the next game was just under two hours. I got held hostage. So that's mad, though. And they only ended because I ended stream. So yeah, it was immediately after. So one of my ideas, I actually messaged Links and said to record it when he finished streaming, just so we could include it in the podcast and see how long they actually stayed there. But they pussied out as soon as stream ended. So yeah. To be fair, though, have an you got a good amount of uh, pyramid done, though. I did, yeah. I'm at, uh, I think, 70% now, 70-something. I know I commented when you got to 69%. <laughs> I think you missed it, but yeah. No, I didn't miss it. I was God. just trying to stay focused on the bloody pyramid. <laughs> 69% of what, by the way? Or 70% of what? Cleaning power. the pyramid. Power wash simulator. Oh, power, I, was, I was thinking pyramid head then for a second. So, basically, <laughs> while while I was being held hostage, I made it into a mini screen and loaded up power wash simulator to play while um, I was being held hostage. So, right. it pretty much just ended... The, the rest of the stream was pretty much just over two hours of power wash simulator while you could see the um, the mini screen of me being held hostage. With a uh, clown it, face. Yeah, with the clown face. I, I, I kind of, I accidentally made it funny though, as I, I think it was you, Ryan, that um, pointed out that it looked like Pinhead was grabbing Fen's, Feng's bloody boob. Yeah, it was a very like slow reach as if he was about to grab some boob. <laughs> it did tickle me. So yeah, Ooh. just for the, for over 
two hours, I just played Power Wash Simulator while being held hostage on Dead by Daylight by hackers. Two games in a row. Like, to be fair, as much as that's a very me thing to do, it ruins the entire vibe of the stream as well. But you, like, what I would do, like, it's the same. You wouldn't want to give in to the hacker and stuff, right? That's why you stayed there. They, yeah, I, I, I'm stubborn. It's just, just me. I won't give in to them. Yeah. And at the some... end of the day, I could have DC'd and then they'll just get me again. And then I've got to DC again for a bigger penalty. So what's the point? I might as well just stay there. To be fair, though, credit to Aaron. Um, it didn't actually ruin the vibe of the stream. He kept it going. No. And held his numbers as well. Actually, nearly doubled his numbers. Just sitting yeah. and chilling on Power Wash Simulator. The guy's yeah. charismatic as they come. Oh yeah, oh, definitely. He, he could make paint paint dry entertaining. He could make power washing <laughs> entertaining. Yeah, he'd power wash the <laughs> show off. <laughs> but no, like it was, there was like even people coming into chat and saying like, "Why don't you DC?" And it was like, "There's just no point because you get the five minute penalty, and then they snipe you again, and then your penalty's fifteen minutes, and then they do it again, and in the end, they're winning by making you get more and more DC penalties." Yeah, and, and the thing is, the people that probably came in saying, why are you not DCing? It's probably from the same hacker group, the same sort of like Discord server that they're in, well, targeting yeah, they, people. Like, one of them did have a Freudian slip and said, oh, my friend has plenty of accounts that we can just sit there and yeah. chill on. And then yeah. very quickly shut up when someone pointed out, oh, you know the hacker, do you? Yeah. Yeah. They very so interestingly, that's... one of their messages was, um, the guy that's holding you hostage is a Chad. Yeah, that was yeah. the first message in the stream. Big, big That's the one that got called out on Twitter um, the other week by another streamer because she was um, basically insulting autistic people and stuff. That is the same one. Oh, right. That's who I've. That's who I've been keeping an eye on. Mm. Mm. I mean, she hasn't said anything in my stream, or she or he, whatever. They haven't said anything about anything in my stream, so no. you know. It's, it's, oh, it's, it's just... frustrating, but like, I think you've done the best thing, and it was just to keep the stream going. And yeah, you yeah. did fantastic. Yeah, it, definitely, because it, it shows that they're not winning, essentially. It brought up like an interesting discussion as well of having like the me what, what drives the mentality behind doing it, and why they felt feel the need to do these things to streamers or even just to people in general. Like, they do it because probably many reasons, but it's like, why the fuck not? Why not just do this? Because I can, kind of thing. We paid for this software or we developed this software. Let's just do it. Um, their fun is being able to break down code, bypass the security of it, and then exploit. That's, that's their high. And then it's... to do it on a platform and to get more eyes on it, for example, Aaron Stream, because he's fairly popular, like he's got even more eyes. But it's the and, it's the holding hostage part of it. Like like I I've said for a while, I, I don't agree with hacking a game, but like there's the, there was the well known like ghost face hacker that would um fly around the map as ghost faced, throwing hatchets at people at like lightning speed, hook everyone, kill everyone, and your game would be over after like five minutes. And great, yeah, like, it's annoying, okay, it's a hacker, just, it's a waste of five minutes, it's a waste of gameplay, but at the very least, you could go, ha, that was quite funny, and go to the next game. And that's There's a big difference, though, Ryan. There's a massive difference. There is a difference. 
It's a no, massive difference. A killer hacker is different to a survivor hacker. A killer hacker can't really keep you in the game. A survivor hacker can. So this is where... No, a killer yeah. hacker could, because they could make it where you don't actually die and you just sit on the hook infinitely. Yeah. They can do it, but they, they're doing it like what Kev was saying, in that I can do this, everyone can see me, look at me doing it. Yeah. Whereas from the other side of it, where they keep you in game, it's maybe it's because, okay, well, people were laughing about the last one that we did, where we were just throwing hatchets and ending the game in two minutes. Now let's do the opposite and keep them in the game and piss them off, because I find more entertainment in that. Exactly, because they get a reaction from you. They Which is why I was telling Alan to ignore it. Yeah, they waste your time. It's not they... necessarily that I ignored it. Like, I... I was ignoring it to a degree, but I'm more, I'm also like you know me. I'm I'm in, I'm interested in different things. I ask questions and I try and create kind of conversations and stuff. It's yeah. not that I was putting like any light on it. It's just well, yeah, yeah to I, be I get fair, that. At, I at that point, I was clutching at straws to just create like um, discussion. yeah discussions and keep mm. keep. The flow on Keep the stream the flow, going. Yeah. yeah. So, so that's what I did with the hacker in, in mind because they they had a few people come from the Discord and it's like, oh yeah, it's this guy in the Discord that I'm in. He's the one doing it. Uh, they can see your MMR. They can do this. They can do that. They can do whatever. And um, then he, the the hacker, actually got banned from my chat. So he started whispering me. So I was having a conversation with him, basically gaining more knowledge from it while I'm making content from it, even after mm -hmm. the game had finished. And um, it wasn't necessarily giving him attention, given because he was banned from chat. I was just reading out his messages or responding to them. Um, so they couldn't see a name. They couldn't see anything. But it was very interesting from their side of things, the wh why they did it, the reasoning behind it, how easy it was to do. And I think that's the most scariest thing. Or well, the worst thing about it is how easy it actually is to hack Dead by Daylight. Just as an example, Dead by Daylight. Like, there's many games that can be hacked like this, but because Dead by Daylight have got this sort of like aura around it, it's the only sort of game in this thing. It's got the memes with like, oh, it's bugs by daylight, or like it's a new update, there's another set of bugs, that kind of stuff, and the community around it. I think because of the popularity of the game, this is, and because we are playing this kind of game, this is the reason why it's being hacked. It's the same with Warzone, like a few months back. Um, I'm not sure where it's like now, but like Warzone is <laughs> still the same. Hackers. It's still the same thing. Well then, so yeah. So Warzone, another big game. Why do people hack it? Like because they can. It's like back in the 360 days. Remember in the Call of Duty lobbies, you'd um, on day one, everyone, like all the hackers that with JTAGs and stuff would have 9,999,000 whatever points and like on the top of the leaderboards. Why, why do they do it? Because they can. Uh, they want to show off. They want to platform. They want to be at the number one kind of thing. It's the same thing with anything. Um, mm. But I, I find, like, if you talk to these people and, like, you can get a more insight and you can have a normal conversation, they'll be more chill. Like, it's the one that I had. They were really chill about it. They were, they were, they were a survivor, but I was also a survivor at the time, so it, it didn't really affect me that much. And then the uh, killer DC, I think, afterwards, anyway. So uh, it was over. Like they didn't, they couldn't be asked for it. If I was the killer, I would have probably not DC'd. I would have just talked to them and whatever. And just people, you did play something else, like words on stream or something. Mm. But um, it's just the reasoning behind it is because they just wanted to prove a point and point proven. And then 
from that, what do they get? If they think that they want to try and rile you up and get you uh, to DC, you DC, and because they got that reaction from you, they're going to force into your lobby again to do exactly the same. And like yeah. you said, you're just going to get a bigger and bigger and bigger DC pen penalty. And they'll be like, ha, I enjoy your DC penalty. Because the, what is it, Fog Whisperers? I don't think they actually have DC penalties. Um, no, they, they do they, now. They, that back on. they do now. They've turned it back on, have they? Right, okay. Yeah, somebody called it out, so it very quickly got re-enabled. It was yeah. true. <laughs> I wasn't going to name who it was. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it was just a, pla it was a plaster fix to help people that were Fog Whisperers, essentially. But... I just yeah. they they just don't know how to solve it really at the moment, do they? They haven't really got a clue on how to deal with this as an issue. Like to be fair, I I don't disagree with Fog Whisperers having a DC penalty or without having a DC penalty because of them getting sniped and stuff and targeted by. Hackers. Oh yeah, they're they're gonna have a bigger target. Exactly, I think that they should have it, and but for every time they DC it sort of flags on behavior system that they've DC'd that game. But if they had what DBD needs badly is a is a theater system like Black Ops used to have, where you mm. could watch over the match. Because not only that would be awesome to see and find hackers, but if you had this DC penalty in place, then behavior will be able to look on the match and actually physically see the match for themselves. And then they could be like, look, three strikes and then you get this this particular thing removed from your account like you don't have it anymore if you keep dcing from matches just because it's not going your way or you're not getting a good enough match or whatever if there wasn't a, a valid reason like a hacker being held hostage or whatever we will take this feature away from you something like that should be done about it rather than just here here's a secret feature that we only allow for whisperers even like they should like, be able to use it responsibly the thing i don't get is even to the basic minimums of in minecraft minecraft can detect if something is happening in a world that shouldn't be happening when it's on a live server that's because be of the, the way the server. servers work the servers work in ticks and the it's it's weird how it works but like if for example if you're supposed to be flying or you're moving too fast if you're only if the character's only supposed to be moving at like 3.2 ticks per second and they go to six ticks a second then they'll kick it, say, look, you're moving too fast. And sometimes that happens legitly when you're teleporting from, like, a cave to your home, for example. And, like, sometimes it false flags. But I, I, I get what you're saying, but it's but like, in a game in a game like um, this where there's so many things going on, it would be very, very difficult to implement and develop for. I think a, a theater system would be more no, efficient even, in the long run. Even to the minimum of saying, like, an average or, or a match of DVD should last X amount of time. So after an X amount of time, it should flag up to say this match time is now a suspicious time. We need to look at this match. Or but where this, would you draw that line? Because there are minutes. matches that can quite easily hit 30 to 40 minutes just because the gen is, like, you've got a three gen or something and the killer is pressuring it that well. <laughs> and it's not necessarily <laughs> because the hacking, it's just... The no, one side like, has played badly. How, They've how got a lot of does that happen? Well, depends how you play and what just, you're playing. Just to have they... that flag up for you to be able to go, right, let's have a look. Okay, that that's that's just a normal match. Nothing's really happening in that. Like, uh, it was in Otz's stream the other day where something dodgy was happening 
And before he even finished the stream, to uh, finish the match to even go in and report the person that was hacking, a dev was in the stream to say, yeah, I've seen that. Don't worry about reporting it. I've already banned him. Like, that sort of threat of detection just isn't there at the moment. So it should be more like, on average, games, I think they're lasting longer now. I'd say on average, before the new patch or whatever, they would last like, what, 10, 15 minutes? 15 minutes at most? Mm. Like, if if you had an uh, an average sort of, like, half-decent team, it would last 15 minutes. And, or if you're mm. a proficient killer like Aaron, like, you could just get them done within, like, 10, 15 minutes. I think that's, like, the average. Maybe 20 minutes, 25 minutes now, because they go on a little bit longer because of the gen times, that kind of stuff. I think anything over 25 minutes should be, like, it, flagged. But only it, if there's no progression in the game. If the say, game can be... detect that there's no gens done, or nobody being hooked or even chased, um, or, like, there's stationary people and nothing's happening, then they should be, like, an AFK warning. So they got the three birds with the AFK. So why not, after five minutes of being AFK, kick that person? Like, if it's after, 20, like, 25 minutes, for example. But a hacker could just teleport the killer and that would class his movement. Like, there are ways around it. So, there's always ways around things, but it's just making things that bit more difficult. Make like, I know it sounds stupid. Just make them put more effort into what they're doing. Yeah. And try and hack. In which case, it ends up becoming so monotonous for them to have to do these things, just or, in order to keep someone hostage. Just get better, anti cheat. Like I don't pretend to know how a lot of this shit works. Like at the end of the day, I I haven't got a clue. But there seems to be there's a lot of games out there that have certain things in the systems to be able to allow you to find and report hackers, or for them to be able to detect hackers. And DVD just doesn't seem to give a flying fuck about it. They should have something like Vanguard, like Riot Vanguard. They've allegedly they've got one of the best like anti cheat systems going. So there should be a specific standard on multi online multiplayer games that should be able to detect and like ban hackers essentially. And I think Vanguard is one of the best. It was like, like I said about viewed. like with with the dev with um Otis's stream. I appreciate you can have a dev in every stream at every moment of every time. Like that's just impossible. But if they were to start with Fog Whisperers, just to have a dev popping in every now and again to catch these people out, it puts that threat in there that they're going to get found and banned. And like, th there is such a thing as like the hardware bans that will make it 10 times harder for them to just create another account and go again. Not really. Hardware ID bans are easily bypassable. They are to bypassable, be fair. but it's, it's harder to bypass them and keep it's, creating an account. Rather than just having a dev chilling in a stream, they'd be better off having some sort of a live chat on their actual website that allows you to directly contact the dev. And then just you link the stream and say, look, there is a hacker here. You can literally come into the stream. You can see them. I'm being held hostage. Do something about it. Because mm. in that case, Alan could have done it an hour ago. A dev could have come in, maybe didn't see the message for 10 minutes, comes in, ends it. That still gives Alan a chance to actually go and play some games rather than sitting for two hours. Yeah. But what if it happens in a non-streamed game? Like if you just do, say they, me, I say us four now just jumped on. But they could just be testing out their hacks. They could just be doing it for fun. They could just be dicks. Like you, you don't know when you. Like, no, I know. No, but it would. 
It makes as you sense say, they do it because of the fact that there are eyes on them. Yeah, so having a direct line to the staff, or even just a part of the staff that are focusing on just sitting in, like Otzer stream, whoever that was, just sitting and watching and keep an eye on things, you could have a direct line to them and say, look, there's a hacker here, come deal with it. But then that opens the, the gates to everyone jumping on and saying, hey, I've got a hacker in my game, whether they're live streaming they, or not. They, well, then they, it's just the case of the boy who cries wolf. If it's the same person doing it all the time, we'll just ignore you. No, it's like, what, 30? 35,000 people playing Dead by Daylight at, like, on average. So, yeah, if, if you if get you thousands you of people... It, if you kept it to two streamers, and then kept it to hostage situations only, just just even just to make a start on things, because the suckiest thing yeah, about but... hackers is that hostage situation. Yeah, if they, if they like, low-key cheating with, like, auto-dead hard just to win the game, alright, shit, you lost the game because of a hacker, but you can at least go on and carry playing the game. But if you well, turn around do. and say, I'm being held hostage on my stream, come and look, and they go in and go, yeah, you're being held hostage, kick him out, off you go, crack on with your next game. What they could do is they could have like a Twitch, YouTube, or Facebook gaming API. So you log in with your Twitch account or your YouTube account. It can, yeah, detect, even that. That, it can detect that you're live, and then that opens the live chat. Just, just something that allows, even if it's just streamers for the minute, to be able to contact behavior and say come sort it because mm. especially for Aaron sitting for two hours granted he was playing power and he was trying it <laughs> sitting for two hours because they're too stubborn to DC and that works both ways Aaron um, it sucks but and there are people Aaron's, like what Aaron said they can't take it in, Ar in Aaron's defence though he shouldn't have to sit through two hours of held, hold, being held hostage no but he, he shouldn't, shouldn't also have the only option to DC and have to have five exactly. minutes where he yeah. can't do anything and like you said the next match he goes into he's going to get them again at least if he has a line to say, look, there's a hacker here, they yeah. get rid of it, and worst case scenario, they've got another IP or another account, however it works, and they target him again, that's another one that'll get banned. But the thing is, if he if he reports it, they come in and ban that person, he can go on to the next game. The likelihood is that that person that's coming and banned them is going to chill in that stream. And just be like, yeah, go on, target him again, because I'll ban your next account. And if they keep targeting the same person, they can just sit there banning account after account after yeah. account. In but which case, get... they're going to move on to a different streamer. But the account's unlimited. You can just link it to a Steam and then you got it. No, I, I get that. But like, they're not going to keep targeting the same person if every time they try and hold them hostage, there's already a dev there going, stop trying to hold him hostage. I'm ending the game and kicking you out and banning your account. They've got to go make another account and then go back in. and go Or just target someone else. Yeah. They then and at which point it's the else. same cycle again where they'll just contact the devs again and they'll just go into that stream and ban them. Like eventually they'll run out of accounts or patients. But at which point do you at least like you at least free up the streamer that's been targeted to carry on their stream, and yeah. then you can go back to getting on with someone else or sorting someone else's stream out if they are being attacked. But even even just the threat of that being there would reduce the number of people doing it because they're going to know it's not worth their time to do it in the first place. That'll be far more efficient than just having one dev chilling in Otz's stream, a really big streamer that the hackers are likely going to go, yeah, I'm not targeting that person because it's more or less going to be a dev in there. It wouldn't, I wouldn't so much like saying just sitting in Otz's stream, but even if they were just start to start with Fog Whisperers to say like they could randomly be in any Fog Whisperers stream. So anytime a Fog Whisperer is targeted, they can go bam, you're banned. And that would reduce the amount that they would target Fog, fog Whisperers, which would then require less time 
in those Fog Whisperers streams because they'd no longer be being targeted as much, which would allow them then to go on to other streamers to help them in the same way. They just need to put more effort in to sort of combat it because at the minute it doesn't feel like they care. And they have made it easier. Adding the uh, the streamer mode has made it significantly easier for people to hack now because they can hide the profile without even making an effort. It's not that it's easier to hack, it's just harder to report them to get the accounts banned. So people are just knowing now that they can go in with a less fear of being reported because no one can yeah. actually fucking do it. But if you give behavior your... That's another thing as well. They can actually see your behavior ID thing as well. I'm mm -hmm. not sure if you, you know that, Aaron, but they actually messaged, private messaged me when I was talking to them. They actually, you know that sort of like string of numbers and alphanumeric characters that you, only you can see um you know in the settings and you scroll down you have to press the little light to see it yeah the big long asterisks yeah that thing so you copy that when you every time i've reported someone i've always sent a ticket in as well um to give the steam id of me that person my in-game id like the behavior id whatever it's called um but yeah they can also see that string of information as well so it's not just like they can just join your game or whatever, they can search you or whatever. They've literally got everything on your account about it. Can they not, like, can they not re-roll that, if that makes no. sense? Well, they can, but then, they, they can, but it's linked, it's like like a bank account, really. Like, if you re-roll it, then it goes to another account, or, like, it makes a new account kind of thing. It's a string directly tied to your account. Maybe on the dev level, they could, but the chances are of them being able to change it or willing to change it, mm. what's the point when they can just see it again? If they can't encrypt, if, if that data is like asterisk in your settings for a reason, so it doesn't get like accidentally shown on stream or something, but yet they can see it, what's the point of even pointing it as asterisks? No, but like if, if, if encrypting that would make a massive difference to being able to be stream sniped to the point where they can just insert themselves into your lobby of choice, then wouldn't it be viable to change that code to a different code and then encrypt it so they couldn't get the access to it? So there's a few ways that they could do it, and that's adding a rerolling feature onto the, the game, or they'd have to do it manually. And the thousands, hundreds of thousands of accounts, if not more, they'd have to do that too. Because it's, it's not just PC. There's PC, like yeah. across the four, five, six consoles. It's Epic Games, um, Microsoft Store. Yeah. It's across everywhere. But if, the, if that feature was to make a difference to the point where, even if it took a few days for them to be able to target you to go into your, like, insert themselves in your lobby. Like, if it was an automatic feature where you just go in, press a button, and it re-rolls it, like, you could just do that at the start of every every stream, and they've got no chance of then inserting themselves into your lobby, and they've got to do it the old-fashioned way. That's the thing. That's, that could be a thing, but I, I doubt they'd be able to do that reliably without losing people's progress. Oh, they definitely fuck it up because it's behavior. They, <laughs> like, at the very least, it would show that they're attempting to do something rather than just plaster fixing everything all the time. Like, what have they done to plaster fix like the hackers? Well, there's there's the streamer mode to hide the profile. Um, but like there's... Ash have said and Aaron have said, it makes it easier. 
it no, it makes it hard. It makes it harder for you to report the hackers. So it, the more people are doing it because they know they've got less fear of being reported. Um, yeah, so it's that's that's more in favor of the hackers rather than the streamer. Yeah, they've kind of dropped the ball on that one. And it yeah, wouldn't surprise behavior. me. They put a feature in that they thought was going to do good, but it's really just made things shit because they can't. Yeah. And it wouldn't surprise me is if the hackers can find a way around streamer mode to actually see the uh, the non-streamer yeah. mode, you know? Probably. Then there's there's name changer, which just changes your name to the character name of whoever you're playing. So they can't actually see your name. Um, and they added a feature for like um, a hidden matchmaking timer. So you don't matchmake in the usual time for them to be able to like time stream sniping you. Yeah. Um, but again, that's from Overwatch, isn't it? I'm, I'm sure when I used to stream Overwatch, I used to put like a delay or something. Yeah, matchmaking. The, the, could take a random number between like zero and like fifteen seconds or whatever I say it to, to find a match. But the 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 group of hackers that a lot of uh, that are going around a lot at the moment actually have a list of streamers to target that are causing the main issues. Um, they don't like stream snipe you by readying up at the right time. They stream snipe you by literally having a program that forces them into your lobby. So yeah. when you ready up and get into a match, they just automatically get put into your match. The thing is, what behavior you need to do is try and find these discords, try and find where they're coming from, get their hands on the software to find out how they're doing it. They can deal with They know how they're doing it. the code. Well, why can't they actually fix it then? Because they can't be bothered. So um, I was watching... And why should we be bothered playing the game? I, I was watching a video on it, basically, and they were saying that the only way that that's possible is because of the way that they do matchmaking on DVD. If they were to change a certain part of the code in, on the matchmaking, you wouldn't be able to insert yourself in, in a lobby. So it's MMR is the issue. <laughs> uh, not so much. It's not so much MMR. It's... Um, they, 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 it's basically like there's an option to be able to put people into lobbies on purpose um, and behavior have that as an option for part of their matchmaking, which is what they're accessing. Which so that just, option can be removed, but they don't. Maybe maybe just code it better so it can't I, be. I was going to say, I don't think it's a case if they don't want to. Well, they can't or don't want to. It's a case of if they do it feels like a very serious part of code that's going to break everything else. So they don't want to touch it. I mean, look how Wesker fucking um, released. I've, not, I've no idea, to be honest, because I've not even played him. I've not even played Dead by Day since buggy. the release. Yeah. <laughs> that was rather abrupt. Not, not the worst release they've had, by the way. No, it's, twins. It's far from the worst release, and given, given the mechanics of the killer, I can understand him having both. But the fact that the bugs aren't the same bugs as what were in the PTB just really confuses me. Right. The one thing that pisses me off about when they release things like this, I think we've touched on this before, is the fact that they yes. don't they don't test things properly. Let's be honest. Like you can't have like a week long PTB think, okay, we've got enough data now. Let's do this. Let's twist it up or tie it in a bow and just like ship it that way. Why don't they just spend that extra bit of time? Their internal testing team actually fucking play the game how we would, or run another PTB. Like, here's the update. They're better off actually hiring people that can play the game to do that. Exactly. Or, (laughs) like, 
release a, another PTB saying, look, this, these are the changes. Tell us what you think. Give us the feedback, blah, 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 whatever. Uh, yeah. So, and then if there's bugs, if there's bugs that they got to fix, delay it by a week. If there's no bugs, awesome. The PT, PTB comes out on like the Tuesday. The DLC can come out on the Thursday, providing there's no bugs. Or like not game breaking bugs, but something they can hot fix. Yeah. Like that's what they, there's not enough testing on the game. That's I, the I main would like issue. to see like, like a double PTB. So they have something the initial, like that they, would be better. They have the initial PTB that stays open for like a week, I think it is, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. That, that, no, no one's playing the PTB after like three days. No one does. They play the PTB for a little bit. They go, ha, the new killer's cool. Um, some of these features are all right. Sweet, right, I'm going back to the live game. After three days, shut it down. Take the feedback. A week later, they can go, right, we've worked on this. We've worked on the bugs. We've changed the power slightly to buff or nerf or whatever the fuck they want to do to it. Put it back out for another three days. That's all they need to do. Like, And, and to be fair, looking at it from... A developer side as well because it's it's not easy like depending on the severity of the bugs it is not easy ironing on the bugs like no, looking at like, it from a coding point of view but they've got a really de like people might laugh but a decent team of developers right they just need to put their fucking heads down actually work on the game and then ship it like if if for example wesker's bug was he was teleporting through pallets not getting stunned like, do you remember that pallet stun glitch where you couldn't stun yeah. the killer? Yeah. Something like that, yeah? If it was something like that, you can find out why. The detection wasn't working, blah, blah, blah. That can be ironed out within a few hours, probably. Yeah. And then it can be tested. Something more triggering or whatever, like the stuttering, yeah, that's going to take a lot longer. Mm. But if they actually got their head down, did nothing but focus on the bugs, or opened the PTB for three days, like you said... Uh, close it over the weekend, work on the bugs, iron it all out, get it released for the next th Tuesday, run it for another three days, see how it goes. Do it that way. Even if they did like a week's gap, like the the, the likelihood is, is the chapter or mid chapter would release and there would still be some bugs, but it would reduce the amount of bugs significantly. Provided they weren't game breaking, yeah. Yeah, the, bug, the bugs that would be left in would likely be more to do with like, um, like little niche things like a certain collision spot or something that's a little bit off with a certain map and stuff like that. Like, which, yeah, they can be annoying, but you're not gonna, they're not gonna break the game for you. You can talk about the cows and come on, but they're just, yeah, yeah. I was just watching a weird Wesker clip right now. Yeah, I was just sending you one just so you can kind of see like some of yeah. the weird shit that's happening. That's strange. That is very strange. To be fair, I played him all day yesterday and didn't encounter anything. And I played one game today and found that. It's, it's one of those things where it, it seems very much like hit and miss. This, but like the, the complication behind his power like, I understand it. Like, you're not just hitting a survivor. You are dashing towards them, grabbing them, and either pushing them into something or throwing them. And sometimes or the game them just... on your shoulder. Or put, like, the, yeah. There's, like, there's, you... there's three Look different options. Look at Victor, options. though. 
Look at Victor. Like, he had to charge, he had to pounce. He's launching towards survivors. He's got to land on their head. He's got hitboxes as well. Mm. Like, that release was awful. Yeah, that, that's by far their worst release, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I think, to be to be fair, like, they run of half-decent updates with very minimal bugs had to come to an end sooner or later. It's just, it's honestly, for me, it sucks that I had, happened to be on the killer release. If it was like a mid-chapter and then something broke, that'd be fine. But the fact that it's like another Resident Evil release and like the first one, what, the map was disabled for a couple of months? Yeah. A couple of weeks? Like, it, it just seems like it always, the biggest and worst bugs always happen like on licensed killers or licensed releases and... It when just, it like, feels it, like they're like rushing it to put it out on the day. Just to get the money, yeah. Yeah, and, like, rather that's than what, taking their time. Like they would have a much more positive sort of vibe on the community if they took their time, they polished out everything, and they released a working game. Like if, if to me, I would much rather a, a, a sort of stable release of a killer having to wait longer. Um, and I would be less frustrated if I had bugs come out in a mid-chapter update, like halfway through the chapter. Like you get the, the bugs from whatever they've changed rather than being on a licensed killer release. Because when you do the mid-chapter, nobody sort of like, oh my god, I can't wait for this mid-chapter. Nobody really comes back for the mid-chapter releases. It's mainly the killers. Like I want to try the new killer. I want to do the survivor. I want the new perks and that kind of stuff. That's what they come back for. And to have such a shitty release... And like to, like a negative sort of outlook because of the bugs, it's it's not a very good user experience. It just sounds like, and it probably is. It's just them just having a little cash grab, you know. What is it? It's three three killers a year they release, isn't it? Or three chapters a year? Four, four. Four. It's quarterly. So, like, for myself, right? Like, it's different for me because I don't play killer that much, so I do get it from that point of view. But like, I would rather them say two new chapters a year in, say, the spring, and then one for, that, like, the Halloween sort of time, which is always a That'd good be time. That'd too long. Particular. Yeah, it's it would be but, too long. But in, in between, they have two other chapters where they take the weakest and worst performing killers and make them better. No. No one would go for that. Yeah, that, that's... They'd the, be better off pushing it to three and having that fourth quarter as a oh. rework. Just well, to try and keep it fresh. Even yeah. even that as a three three and one. Like I said, I don't I don't play killer that much. Like I'd be quite happy with that. But as a killer, I mean, I could understand why you'd want the, the more killers because you get more interesting powers to play with and different. It's not just that. It's just but, keeping the game more interesting, really. Yeah, yeah. eventually like, it's, it's you get stale of it. Yeah. yeah, it's the survivor side of things as well. It's not just killer. Like if you you've like the meta, for example, is is what off the record and stuff now. Yeah. Like you're gonna constantly get in contact with these as a killer and that's just gonna get boring and stale. So there's nothing that you can do to switch it up because they're still gonna use the same perks. It's just yeah. so when new survivors come out, even if it's just that, like you want the new perks to come out for survivor as well as killer, just to try and shake yeah. up the meta a little bit. Yeah. I think the biggest issue is is they're too scared to literally say, Look, we need an extra week or whatever because something's not right, or this is broken, or we haven't done this perfectly. So we need one week to make it work, and then we'll release it. Rather than, oh, this is when it's coming out. Doesn't matter how, what state it's in, we're releasing exactly. it. Because um, they said the roadmap, didn't they? Like, oh, this, there's a yeah. new license color this time. There's a mid chapter here, and blah blah blah. 
It's just like everything because they've set it in stone, kind of thing. That is like that word is law. Like it's going to happen on these dates. It has to. The thing is, they don't even release the dates anymore. So even if they delayed it by a week, we would like we wouldn't know. No. Like you, people make their predictions for when the chapter is going to come out, and they're usually pretty spot on because they do stick to that schedule. But they never actually officially give a date. Actually, there was one. I don't. I think it was Blight, maybe, where it was predicted on the same sort of rotor they normally release things, mm. and they they literally retweeted or replied to a tweet saying we never specified it be out this week it's actually next week mm. i think that's the one time where they've been wrong and i think it was a case of it's not working we need a week yeah but usually like you can predict it pretty much down to the week if not like you're a week off here and there but the fact that they never release those re release dates officially gives them mm. the room to just go no actually your prediction's wrong it's next week and they don't even have to say we're having a problem with the killer or we're having a problem with certain perks being worked or like these bugs have arose from putting the killer into the game and we're working on it. It's just, no, you got a, you got a prediction wrong. We'll tell you when we're releasing it, when we're ready to tell you when we're releasing it. I know it's probably a bad example, but I think the one that springs to my mind the most is, if you remember Marvel Avengers, I know the game didn't do too well, but their original roadmap was every month you were going to get a new Avenger. They very quickly realized that wasn't possible. And they pushed it well back. I think we got one every like four or five months or something. Yeah. Because they realized there's no way they can meet that. And I think that's what behavior needs to do is like, look, we can't meet this deadline for XYZ reason and just have the backbone to say, we can't release it. You're going to have to give us some time. Like, that, for, like releasing four new chapters on a yearly basis just to me, like to me they're just quickly running out of ideas like how often does a killer come out and you go oh that's just a mix of such and such and such and such now like there's so many things of them are just mixes of powers that are slightly the same or they take one aspect of one person and combine it with an aspect of another person to be fair though most of those scenarios are licensed yeah and I don't know how much say, well, none of us know how much say they actually have in what exactly that power will be. No, I get So that. it could be a case of the licensees and went, oh, we like this, so we want a little bit of this and a little bit of that added in. Yeah. And that's why it comes out in that state. Yeah, but then, like, they, like their original um, characters, they should have a lot more room to maneuver on. I can't think of any original characters that have similar abilities. Not so much like similar abilities to each other, but like, like in terms of like part of their power being to teleport around the map, and you've got Demagogue and Dredge, um, Onryo. They can teleport um, around the map, but I wouldn't say right. it's close enough to each other. No, but it's, it's still like, unique. It's, it's it's the concept behind it. So like, but the style of game it is, you're always going to have that. Yeah, but it's, you uh, can't uh, have uh, one uh, killer that can teleport around the map. <laughs> No, but eventually, like, if they carry on with four a year every year, they're going to run out of ideas. Hmm. It's like, if they go for any more film-style killers, how many slash, like, horror slashes are there? And that's what the same thing is. Really pretty much many like... iconic ones. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but you know what I mean. It's, it's like, what is it? There's Jason, Freddy, um, Myers, Ghostface. They all have the same kind of power. They run around with a knife. And they're it's superhuman. Just, and the, yeah, they're superhuman. So there's only so many of those type of killers you can do. 
like alien versus predator those kind of killers would be cool like some just some sort of unique like weird sort of powers that you you need to do is like demogorgon's fantastic one like it is so unique and you can't really sort of replicate that with anything else the only other way that you like you can sort of change up that power is i don't know like if you are actually actually an animal galloping or something and like a werewolf or something like that and like you use sort of uh demogorgon shred as a basis of how you're going to charge and like run kind of thing you can go <laughs> to but then put, you could say um, that the the demogorgon shred is quite similar to victor he the has demogorgon to no. up and then he launches no it's, it's similar in but the then in you, concept. you can also from what i've seen of the clip that ash just sent me of wesker as well so like you charge it up and you charge towards the survivor so that's three yeah. killers already then with the same sort of charge mechanic so like you can you can if you had a werewolf you could have like a just put crocs on him put him on speed mode so he can gallop towards or like run really quick towards survivors and then do you remember old doctor where you had to change into the static blast and then you could change to yeah. the other one you had to change back and forth kind of something similar to that where you have to change from like going on all fours for to, for chasing a survivor um to like you're going on your two feet you'd walk slower but at least you could m1 where if you was on your all fours, you'd have to charge it up like Demo, Demo, uh, Gorgon or like Victor, and then you'd, or like uh, Pyramid Head, you'd charge it and then you'd release it. Something like that, with a weird way of mixing things in, would be good. But, but again, you're always going to have, with the style of game that Dead by Daylight is, closing gaps, getting around the map, you are going to have crossovers where killers jet, like teleport, killers have pounce attacks that get them closer to their victims. Exactly. You're never going to have entirely unique designs because the core goal for killer is always the same. Exactly. And I think, what, the first 10 killers that we have or 15 killers that we have th there on after, the, all of the, the, the powers and stuff are pretty much replicated and just tweaked ever so slightly. So every killer that we're going to have going forward is going to have some sort of variant of um, a power of a killer that we've already got. Yeah. It's not going to be an original powered killer anymore. And there hasn't mm. been for quite a long time. I, I don't think know if I would say anymore. No one could have expected Plague. Yeah, but you're not going to get another Plague-type killer, are you? No, I'm you're sorry, not. But they're going to come up with another concept that it just totally blown out the water and no one's going to figure out. It'll have nothing compared to the other killers. I'd be like, happy They can still do it, but it's going to be unlikely because there's too many killers now that something's going to cross over. Yeah. It's like the, the... What is it? The last time... What is it? Pyramid Head or Deathslinger? That was the last one with like a sort of original kind of power. Because pyramid head, like you use that crap coming up from the floor, deathling, you shoot a gun, reel them in. I think the the last one with the the most unique style of um, power would probably be pinhead. That's kind of a mixture between artist. Though, artist. Actually, yeah. Sorry, yeah. yeah, artist. There's no killer that's like artist. Yeah, that's actually a good show. That's totally forgot about here. Because on your teleports, dredge, teleports, mastermind, yeah. pounces. Yeah. Because artist power isn't like you can down people with it and stuff, but it's it's a good informational power. 
Like it depends Without on people across the map. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And yeah, it's <laughs> it's it's kind of like well, if you hit them once, it's like Victor pouncing on your head. You get that information until you get them off of like where that person is. Or then, like, if you pounce Victor on again. Actually, yeah, it's kind of like Victor, isn't it? It's kind of like the twins. For artists? Yeah. Like, kind of. I'm sorry, I don't see that. No, like, if you hit someone with birds, it's like having Victor on your yeah. head. But if they're already injured, then they're going to go down. Just like Victor, if you pounce on an injured person with Victor, they're going to go down. No, the crows have to be on them to then down them. Mm. If they're injured, they just have crows above their head again. Unless they're within a certain range of you. Yeah, they don't so go yeah. down just because they're injured. Yeah, I was probably reaching with that then. That's fair enough. Uh, it was a little bit too much of a stretch. The, the, the closest part of that is the fact that when you've got, like, Victor on your shoulders or when you've got crows on you, you've got... You have that. to try and get them off. Yeah, you've got the thing to try and get off, and um, you do get that, like, knowledge of where they are and where they go in. Yeah, I'm just very surprised on uh, Ash <laughs> having that clip so ready as soon as you said it. Because I, I knew what he was getting at when he said it. I, was, I just finished watching it and like down across the map. That's insane. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> My fucking tracking with this. <laughs> but yeah, that was that was nice. Yeah, it's a very. But no, I've th gone back to it. I think Art is probably the last original killer mm. with a unique power. Yeah, so how long, like, what was the other killer before that then? Like, uh, was Artist, Pinhead was pretty unique. Pinhead was before Artist, I think, yeah. Yeah. And then it probably was Pyramid Head or Deathstinger. I don't Pinhead was just before. Pinhead was the one before, yeah. Yeah, Pinhead was the one before. It just, so it would have been Twins before that, because, uh, I don't know, Nemesis is kind of unique. I was just about to say ne Nemesis. Um, I know Nemesis and Pyramid Head have a little bit of crossover, yeah, but I, I still think say... Nemesis was unique enough. But like ne Nemesis can't hit through things, like he can hit through a window, but it's similar to like, more similar to Huntress than it is. Um, well, no, because any killer can hit through a window, just... Only if no, you can like, do it range. Yeah, like like Nemesis and Huntress could hit you from range through the window. Like Pyramid Head could hit you through the side of the loop. Like a Nemesis Whip will go through the loop. And Nemesis Whip has gone through the loop before I've been hit by. Yeah, yeah Nemesis, on the, on the loop. it depends on how high it is. Yeah. If it's like the barrels and stuff outside, then yeah, it will like go over and hit you. It goes over. The, it goes over the top, the same as it would a window, but it doesn't but like it. Stops. It can't hit through walls like what Pyramid Head can. Is what yeah, Ryan's trying to get yeah, at. That's yeah. what he's trying to say. Yeah, it'd be more between like maybe Slinger then, because Slinger you need like ADS, like not ADS, line of sight. Sorry. Yeah. Hmm. Like the 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 trickster, that's what a bud like a wish version of Huntress, right? I don't think trickster and Huntress are comparable, other than the fact that they have weapons they throw. Both throwing weapons, they both like need to reload. I still don't think they're similar enough. Their playstyles are totally op like total opposites. No, yeah, no we're, we're talking about their actual power, not the, not the particular. Even the power to a degree. Yeah, trickster can't hit you with a knife across the map. Well, he can, but it'll he do can. 
it would do because nothing. that's the strength of his power because he needs to hit you consecutively doesn't he yeah but like you're not gonna get you're not gonna get down by a trickster from like 60 meters away when he sees you with lethal pursuer at the start of the game and you know he's got lethal pursuit. Yeah. <laughs> You're never living that down. No, I know. I, I'm, the thing is, I'm the one bringing it up all the time. <laughs> oh, it was yeah. just a, it's such an iconic moment, that was. But yeah, that's just me, though, isn't it? I just... Such a dick. <laughs> terrible memory. Such a dick. Yeah, it's just such dick. So, speak, speaking of, like... Just like throwing around killers' perks, and like they're all just basically just remastering the perks. Uh, sorry, remastering the powers from the new killers and stuff. Um, there's the remasters of Last of Us and GTA 5, right? Yeah, the Last of Us remaster for PlayStation 5 comes out tomorrow, I believe. So, how many generations of console have that gone on? Three, it was released on PlayStation 3 back in June 2013, and oh. GTA 5 was, I think, September of 2013. So they've both been out nine years and have been remastered across three different generations. Yeah. But it's still the same game. Is it up in graphics, though? Cause I, I would assume so, yes. Because I remember on GTA 5, the biggest selling point was like first-person mode or something going from Xbox 360 to I Xbox think... One. No, I think PlayStation 3 got the first, like, the like first gen, sorry, because I know Xbox 360 is still on. That did get first person mode, didn't it? Oh, it did? I, d I don't know. Um, I you might want to double check it. Xbox. But I thought that update was across all of it. Think, it just looks it better a... in first person. Or maybe think... looking better than. Yeah, I think it was just a base feature of the game to be able to go into first person. I could never get it to work. But then again, I never really wanted to play in first person. No, no one wants to play in first person. It's awful. No. Uh, right, it's okay. Only nobody wants to. No, it's nobody wants to know when you, go, no, nobody nobody when you, when you have a prostitute. Can I try again? Ash is, Ash is just like, hmm. You wait until I get a prostitute. I'm going to be in first person mode. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was the it was the bar fight that I found funny in first person. watching six guys in front of you trying to throw punches and you just had zero control whatsoever because you were just pressing a single button and hoping they threw the right punch. God, the, 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 the fighting in GTA in first person was appalling. When you're throwing punches in your screen, you just look up and just dash forward as you throw the punch <laughs> over your head and you're looking nowhere near the person you're hitting. It was like drunk fighting on a Saturday night, honestly. So fucking bad. So there, there, there used to be an old mission on there um, to uh, collect supplies, and you used to have to go into this bar. Um, so my thing to do for that mission was to go in, and like the whole bar would try and kill you, basically, before you got back out with the, the stuff that you needed. So you could get behind the bar, so they would have to come at you single file. So you'd stand behind the bar, go into first person, and just keep throwing punches over and over again. Jeez. Yeah, I, I did. I did like playing GTA Five. Well, it, the whole remaster replayability thing is something I wanted to touch on because I was curious to see what you guys thought of games such as The Last of Us or GTA, where they've been on across three generations. Do you think it's a good idea for them to be remastered, or do you think they should be actually focusing on making a new game? Because there's new only game. only so many times you can replay a game like that. Like The Last of Us Part One, fair enough, is a fantastic game. 
But for the people that have played it on the first gen and then maybe bought it again for PlayStation 4, realistically, are you going to buy it again for PlayStation 5? Because the story doesn't change. It's still the same thing that you played probably six times over. Yeah. Like, I, I think they should just get a new game, focus on GTA 6, or remaster an old game that was a classic. The thing I understood with GTA 5 was the fact that they remastered it, but that was a lot to do with the fact that GTA Online was still doing mm. really well. So, like, being able to go to a newer console and carry on playing with your online account was the main draw of that. So I sort of get it from the GTA perspective, but from like a, a story game where the story just doesn't change. But then... The fact that it's still so popular and the new gen consoles out and everything, why, like, rather than paying for it, why don't they just make it free for new consoles if you've already got the game? You could, yeah. But they still choose to charge for it. Like, Full price, too. Oh, really? Even, even, even a oh, yeah. price would be good. It's always full price. Yeah. Like, they should 100% just make it free because do you remember, I think, Call of Duty Ghosts it was um, on Call of Duty Ghosts for a limited time if you already owned Call of Duty Ghosts on your Xbox 360 and you upgraded to Xbox One you could get the upgraded version for free yeah there were a lot of games that were doing that um, I think Horizon Zero Dawn did it as well if you bought unless it was you bought the next-gen version, you got the other one free and you could play it across both. I can't remember how they did it, but there are games like that where if you buy one of them, you get the other free because you've already bought the game anywhere. Yeah. But yeah, a lot of um, companies are just sort of beating the same dead horse mm. and just re-releasing it and hoping to get the exact same amount of money back again. No, I just want Skate 4. Like that's all. <laughs> Tony Hawk, that's all Pro I want. Three, thank you. Nah, Pro Skater Two, Underground, Underground Two. Mm-hmm. American Wasteland was alright, but yeah, I did you... like, I did like Underground the story when you do the McTwist over the uh, the helicopter, the entire like fight and stuff at the end that was pretty cool. But then you had Tony Hawk's Underground Two where. You go across the world with Bam Margera and stuff, and it's just causing crazy carnage, and it's just fantastic. I we always enjoyed that. SSX Yo, I enjoyed the demo of Mac Hoffman's Pro BMX on my uh, Tony Hawk 2 disc. It was awesome. It's, so it's... if there was a game to remaster, what would you say? Or oh, like for a new game to come out. Well, like from what you were saying, those games they're not sandbox, but you kind of make your own game with those, right? There's no necessarily like proper storyline or anything yeah. like that. You just sort of do what well, you want. It kind of is with the underground games. I don't remember there being a storyline on underground. Yeah, so essentially you and like on underground one, you start off with you and your friends in like this sh- shitty neighborhood. Chad Musk has come in, you gotta try and make a name for yourself, you gotta get sponsored by your local skate company, then you go off Travel the World, make a skate video, go on a Pro-Am tournament, that kind of stuff, and then you come full circle, and then 
uh, your buddy, but best friend of from childhood betrays you, that kind of stuff. It was like a kind of sort of generic story kind of thing, like best friend turned rival kind of story. Um, but it was it was a story, nevertheless. Um, yeah. Tony, the Tony Hawk's Pro Skater games, they were just like, you start the level, you've got these 10 goals you have to do. Um, there was no like sort of challenges. They were because you was making a skate video on underground. That's what it was. Like on the pro skate games, you just like, hey, open this level. Yeah. Get ten thousand points. Get twenty thousand points. Get thirty thousand points. Uh, ollie over the big gap. Collect the secret tape. That kind of stuff. It was none of that in underground or underground two. Um, whereas in underground two, you were like with a load of pro skaters already. You've got your best friend as a rival come back and you're taking the piss out of him. It's basically your team versus their team and you're sort of fight for the best tricks, the best video, that kind of stuff, and you're making a competing skate video. So it was kind of story to those two games. I but, was just uh, thinking of like story games that you've played. What is one that you could actually just play over and over again where the game doesn't change whatsoever? It's just the same story. Is there any game that you could play like that? I'm not sure it had much of a story to it, really. But maybe Need for Speed Most Wanted. I don't I know that. enough about Need for Speed to know whether or not I had a story, I'm going to be honest. That's <laughs> my, uh, that's yeah, my that, that's Aaron. I'm just going to pass that over to him then. <laughs> yeah, come on, Aaron. It was the one with the, the top, top 10 wanted list, wasn't it? And you had to like race yeah. them. You had to like sort yeah, arguably yeah. the prom I won't say uh, okay, arguably the best, but then it's got it like I'm very um I'm very biased towards Underground 2. Yeah, Underground say, 2 is the best need for speed has ever been. But did that have a story? Um, in a sense, yeah. Yes. It's a loose was, it, it was done in comic book um version, wasn't it? Yeah, like it was, comic yeah. book style. Dude, I just um, I just love squirting all my knobs right at the starting line for the smoke coming out of my wheels. <laughs> <laughs> like I just love that, dude. Are we still talking about nuts here? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just love squirting. I just love squirting at the starting line. <laughs> I I see the debate. Those are my two favorite Need for Speed games. Were Most Wanted and Underground Two, but and, I will say corny. Underground Two has the most fire play play track playlist of any it was game. just overall the the most perfect need for speed game you could ever want yeah i just wish they didn't go away from that like need for speed like i get where where they were trying to go um because obviously street racing was it was a, a lot more heavy in that kind of in like the early 2000s, like kitting yeah. out your cars, street racing, all the illegal stuff. It's why Toyota um, pulled out of the licensing with Need for Speed to in in the first place. Um, was initially after Underground, I think it was Most Wanted. No, it was Underground 2, I think, where they pulled out because of the kind of rise in illegal street racing and all that crap yeah um but no the like and underground 2 is the best where it's ever been and i i didn't like where they went trying to make it more legal street racing with pro street and then whatever the yeah. fuck carbon was yeah i hated carbon, carbon. 
Because Carbon that's where like they a um Tokyo Drift knockoff, wasn't it? Like I ha- wouldn't say that. No, that's it was Carbon where they started introducing more of the exotic-ish cars, like the Audi R8 and stuff like that. Yeah, but it was like all about drifting, and you got a turf wars kind of thing, and you had to like compete in a drift race towards the end. Like mm. You had to do in like they had to do in Tokyo Drift. It was more like a sort of. It was more of a sort of turf wars, and then you got to race the drift or whatever to win the win the county or whatever it was, the state. They the are, arguably they're... drifts is my favorite, um, one of my favorites modes in Need for Speed. I love drifting. So, so did I, especially they... in the RX Seven. Oh, there's no <laughs> car better than the RX Seven for drifting. It was just they... beautiful. They're quite similar in a way to the Fast and Furious films, where they start off as like really good street racing films and then just develop into, into something yeah. insane. And Need for Speed sort of followed that. Yeah, yeah, I think that was their niche. That's why they were doing him, just to sort of like ride off the tail. Because they were such successful films. Why not make but, a game based but, loosely based on it? But Fast and Furious actually had its own game as well, I think. I like I'm where they sure. I like where they brought back, you know, when they did the reboot on PS4, where it was just called Need for Speed, and it literally went back to kind of street racing and stuff like that. It was the reboot because they completely rebooted it. That was a nice direction they went in. It still wasn't anything on Underground 2 and nothing on the story of most the original Most Wanted, but like I I liked where they went with that, but yeah, I because obviously there's a need for speed due this year. There's a new one coming and they haven't mm-hmm. actually released anything um about it yet. But it is due this year because they said it is. So I'm wondering when that's going to be. Uh... Yeah, I've got both those games. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I knew they, I knew they exist. I knew there was Fast and Furious games that existed. There's ones older than that actually on the yeah. PS2. Yeah, they were um, they were really shit games. I, no, I, 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 I say they were really shit games. I think I just compared them to Need for Speed, and they just couldn't compete with it now. Make your own game then, Ryan. <laughs> hey, Make your own I, was, for speed game. I was quite happy playing sick RPG back in the day, okay? Oh, crazy monkey games. Do you guys, did you used to go oh, on that? Rem- like, do you remember the Yeti games? The Yeti yes. Sports? Yeah, Yeti Sports. They were classic games. Cool Maths as well. That was another website. No, I think that was just you. No, no there was actually... Is cool. No, no, no. Mini it was, clip. Mini, yeah, mini mini clip. No, the the actual sort of website was just called Cool Math Games, but it was actually really cool games. I still want to see you play Impossible Mario on stream. Oh, really though? Do you really want to see that? No, I really, I really do. I don't think you do. No, I really, I really do. I don't think that's the thing that anyone wants. To, that... <laughs> no, honestly, you'd get so annoyed so quickly. I I get annoyed seeing people complete it. No, like, you want about like the like the super hard uh, level, dude. I'm just on about any level. I I saw this this guy saying, "Oh, like it took me so long to do this easy impossible Mario level," and just looking at how he how easily he was just going to do things, and I was like, 
It satisfies my OCDs that he's doing it perfectly, but my fucking god, this is infuriating me even when he's completing it. It's just awful. I don't like him. No, they, there's one that's... It's, Impossible Mario is literally a meme game where, like, you'll just be walking along and a random block will just fall out from underneath you and you die. Oh, it's that one. Shit, I was probably thinking of some... Uh, what, no, they, what's the other game? There's one that's, um, I can't remember the actual name of it, but it was like World 1-1, one, one, where it's like you've got to go absolute like breakneck speed and get the pattern down perfect to get through like all the fireball things. Where it comes down more to like timing and skill rather than actually just playing Mario. I think I might be thinking of Super Mario Maker on impossible levels. It yeah, could no be that. Yeah, probably. No, they, there's a there's an actual game called Impossible Mario that I really need you to play on stream. Unfair Mario, is it that website? Quite possibly. In Unfair Mario, nothing is as it seems. Try to avoid hidden traps and get to the final flag. Yeah. Oh, for fuck's sake. I just, <laughs> even just the music is just it's, taunting, isn't it? It's so funny, though. Use the arrow keys to move Mario around. I was running like 20 FPS. Fucking you died already. It now. <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> it's because I mistimed the jump. It's running at like 30 FPS. No, why are you playing it out? You should be streaming it to the group. What the fuck are you doing? I know. I've died twice already. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is. Hard. I the thing it's, is, I knew that what I was jumping on was going to end up. Going, this is, this going is why away. you need to play it on stream. Stop it and play it on stream. I know what you're doing, yeah. Kev. Stop it. I know what you're doing. <laughs> I know what you're doing. <laughs> For fuck, you know what? No, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not streaming it. No, fuck please, already. please, please. Oh my god. You know what, my first stream back, I don't know when I'm going to be doing it because uh, maybe Monday. Yeah, it'll probably be Monday unless I stream tomorrow. It depends how, when I get back from my, actually no, I get back from three o'clock from the first aid. It's in Barry, so I'll be down Barry all day. Uh, yeah, I know. The land of the links. Yeah, I'll just try and stand on many links as I can, shall I? <laughs> Got PTSD from he even hearing that name. <laughs> what did Barry oh, what do did to ba you? What did <laughs> <laughs> Tell me where Barry touched you. <laughs> <laughs> what makes that even better is the moment he starts laughing, this shocked face comes up. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, was Barry massive? <laughs> massive, massive. Oh Jesus! Uh, but no, it's, yeah. um, I suppose it goes back to like, like the remastering side of things and um, pulling it back in a little bit. Um, sort of Pokemon done it really. Like they've remastered they quite did. a few games, and the story doesn't change much. The story does change, all. though. No, Not I can't much, speak though. for Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl because I didn't play that one fully yet. But in regards to Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire, the story changed. Mm. Did it? And they added a whole Delta episode to it on top of the changes they made. 
I gotta disagree. It doesn't change. It does. It varies. It yeah. it does change in the sense that they introduce Mega Evolution and there's that side oh, there's that part of the whole thing. But it does because it changes the battles and where you have to go the exact, like, well, not the exact line because you still do the same line, but you do mm -hmm. have to vary it off into different directions to do what it wants you to do in terms of the Mega Evolution. And then the Primal um, Evos as well. And then on top of that, they did Delta Episode just to add even more to the game. So in that sense, for all it is a remaster, yeah. It still felt worth buying the game again, A yeah. for nostalgia, and B because it was different. That's Whereas that's with, with GTA and The Last of Us, it is the same game. Yeah. That's, G I, I will GTA agree that way. GTA is arguably different. GTA is still the same game. Because of the, because of the online side of it. But the online stuff you get, you can get on the other gens. It's just, it's the same game. They're just re-releasing it for PS5. Mm. Or next gen. Like, it's still the same thing. And I don't agree with them charging full price for the same thing that they've already charged three times for. Yeah. And the amount of times it's been free as well. Yeah. It was free on the... They tried their own launcher, the GTA launcher, I think. It was mm -hmm. free on there. Uh, I believe it was free on Epic. Um, it's been free on Steam, I think, a few times. And even more so in regards to GTA... They have made their money back, and even in regards to all these oh, updates yeah. and DLCs they're doing with it, they make their money from the shark cards that the people that still play it buy. Just like, they can't that. say that they're not making money from it, and they could have released the new gen for free it's... easily. They've just chose not to because they know the people will still pay that money. If they weren't making money from it, they wouldn't release a new version again. No. That's more but... what I was getting at, whereas at least Pokemon, they changed the game. But Pokemon is a remaster with a DLC upgrade. But it's still different. That's what that's what the DLC upgrade is. The it's DLC kind of upgrade. Like, I wouldn't say just because it's got a new gimmick, it changes that much. It doesn't change the story. The story is still the same. You just you just get a mega band on your way to like where you go in. According to reports from Business Insider, they suggest that Rockstar Games made upward of six billion pounds from GTA five. Selling more than a hundred and ten million copies, and it probably didn't even cost a hundred million to make. Nah, Trevor made it in his basement, mate. That's where I've been making <laughs> GTA Six. <laughs> uh, no, I, I get it. like I, like I, I do agree. Like Pokemon is slightly different, but they do like remaster the games in terms of you're playing in the same areas and but like, that's only a recent changes. though that's like filler games but at least they've been coming out semi-regularly with actual brand new games though yeah they tend they Wait, tend to many... do like a new area and then they go back and re-release the remaster but that's only lately they've done well, that no, they, they, like they, the last they few always years have, no they always have fire red leaf green it's, oh, gen, yeah, it's, it's, it's gen 3 oh without yeah, yeah. So they done they Gen One, Gen Two, and then they were they. I think they done Gen Three and went back and done Fire Red Leaf Green. Was that right? Yeah, they did yeah. Fire Red Leaf Green instead yeah. of Red and Blue, wasn't it? Yeah, they did. Add they were the actual same, new... just remastered, and it was yeah. different again. They added new features and the way things work and color. <laughs> they added color to it. <laughs> yeah, shows age there, really, doesn't it? My yeah. game got remastered to add color to it. It makes me so happy. <laughs> <laughs> I can now see it in 16-bit colour. 
I think, to be fair, I think the one biggest change that I loved from Mega Ruby Alpha Sapphire is the Dex Nav. Dex Nav shiny hunting was my favorite thing to do. Apart from, like, breeding and uh, just breeding for, like, competitive teams. I still don't think Ovas is the same game, just with the DLC. There's so much more to Ovas, to Ruby and Sapphire. Because one of the cities that were in the original games is now a fully blown city, because it used to be a very small town. I can't remember the name of it. They changed um, the end game for it as well, obviously with Delta Episode. They added Soaring, so you could go for all the legendaries. They added new Pokemon, which weren't originally in uh, Ruby and Sapphire. Granted, that also comes down to National decks. And then we yeah, got the... Um... Like I said, it's like a DLC upgrade. I remember that Soaring thing now. That was pretty cool, wasn't it? Mm. And I think... I don't think it was all that, but that generation introduced fairy types as well. I think the X and Y was the same generation, but just before. I could be wrong on that. I think that was the game just either... No, I think it was just after X and Y. Yeah, uh, I think all that came just after X and Y, but it's. I think I'm sure it's the same generation, and that's where fairy typings came in as well. Um. Yeah, it's been. I know, like I said, I know they do change, but like that's what I would sort of want to see from a remaster. Is yeah, for that's... it to be slightly slimmer, but with some changes, whether it be extra side missions that take the main story or filling gaps of the main story that would have left you wondering or something like that. Like, Rather sort of than like, just releasing the same content. Yeah. Sort of like, like, for example, if you were to go back and like remaster an Assassin's Creed where they added some more missions as the Assassin and some more missions where you're out of the animus. Well, they added more history. They did do remasters of Assassin's Creed. No, but that's like, that, like, just as an example, if they were to do that as a remaster where they add... That sort mm. of like the the extra couple of missions that would add some more backstory to a certain popular character that they didn't think was going to be popular, or yeah. to flesh out some of the history, or like you a could naked have, Ezio I, outfit. I yeah yeah. <laughs> like I I didn't play the old Assassin's Creed, so like I don't know the storyline sort of thing. But like you know, some games where ages. like. But like sometimes you get to some games and you're like, how has this character got here? Or how the hell did they know that I was going to be like, this was going to be here? He's like, it doesn't make sense for him just to randomly show up in this town that I'm in. To be fair though, Assassin's Creed did do that. Um, for Revelations, they retouched on the original game and going back to Altair's roots, who was the first assassin. Yeah. Um, and I think in Black Flag, I said it's the book. They retouch on Edward Kenway and Haytham, who are the grandfather or the father of Edward Kenway, or the other way around. I forget which way around it is. But yeah, like the games all twine into each other and they do touch on the other games as yeah. well. No, it, it I really wish I had your memory. I love the Assassin's I really wish I had your memory with games. I love the Assassin's Creed games. I, I was very much into Assassin's Creed. I stopped playing at Origins. So I haven't played the newer ones, which is supposedly really good. But yeah, the original games I played so much of. I missed out on 3 and like up to Black Flag, I think. 3 was good. 3 is where they introduced hunting. Yeah. Black Flag was amazing. You need to try Black Flag. Yeah. I I think I have it, or I think I went to buy it, but then I got told not to because there's like a weird glitch. If you get so far in the game, 
is like this weird glitch that can happen that resets your entire progress of the I have not heard of that before. No? No. So whoever's told you that is lying and you need to go and play Black Flag. Well, someone, <laughs> uh, someone that I used to talk to quite a lot and uh, play games with quite a lot and stuff, they told me this because they tried streaming it and it did it on stream. So I, I don't know. I've not heard of that. That's that's weird. I'll, I'll go play it then. I think it's in my my uh, either my was it you play app? I think it is, or the EA app, whatever it is, or mm. it might be on my Steam. I'm not sure. To be fair, even if you get so far into the game and it does reset, like it's just a fun game to play anyway. I'll be honest. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I can't remember <laughs> if it came before it or after it, where you played the two assassins that were brother and sister. Uh, that was the one in London. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Odyssey. Was it Odyssey? No, it wasn't Odyssey. The Odyssey one... was Roman. Uh, it begins with an air. I'm sure it begins with an air. I can't I'm think of gonna... the life of me. I'm going to go and look because I've got the game down here. Wait, was it Assassin's Creed Unity? <laughs> no, Unity was the multiplayer one. It is. Syndicate didn't begin with an air. It began with an S. It's syndicate. Yeah. I said I played that one for a bit. I didn't really get into that one though. I didn't like that one. I liked Valhalla. I think Brotherhood was probably my favorite. Yeah, the Ezio trilogy is amazing. Mm. I wish they kind of fleshed out the newer yeah. assassins as much as they did with Ezio. They again, they kind of did with the Kenway family, but not enough. I think yeah, Brotherhood. I think Revelations was my most played, but I think I really love Brotherhood. I'm just looking at the games now, and I'm just thinking, there's so many that I've missed out on. Holy crap. Yeah, I want to go back and do the Ezio trilogy again. I've thought about it a few times, just going and streaming them, because I yeah. love the older ones so much. But yeah. I need to play the newer ones. Like, I need to finish Valhalla. It was Assassin's Creed Origins. Origins, I think, was the one in Egypt, right? Yes, Origins was Egypt, Odyssey was Roman, and then Valhalla was obviously the Norse one. Yeah, so... Origins, I loved the scenery and everything. I didn't finish that one, but that's on Xbox, so I can't go back and play that, I don't think. Because I can't be bothered to take well, my Origins Xbox was the game where they first attempted that whole scenery thing, like making it look nicer, making it bigger. Mm. And then it was Odyssey it. played on that, and then obviously Valhalla did it even better. Valhalla's gorgeous. That was when I had to invest into a new PC, because I think it was like when my PC was just shitting itself for no reasons at all. Mm. And uh, it's the same stuff that I got in there now. It's well, like, you can stream and play the game with it. It was using maybe, like, 30% of the GPU and stuff, but for some reason, my computer was just, like, going dog shit, hanging mode. So that's when I invested to get a streaming computer just so I could play Assassin's Creed Valhalla and stream it. <laughs> as well as, I think I was playing Call of Duty at the time as well, Warzone, because Warzone would do the same yeah, thing. Yeah, they were around just, the same time. Yeah, it was, like, poorly optimized games. Like, very poorly optimized for some reason. It would just, like, hang my computer whenever I streamed with them. Yeah. Um, it was weird. That Warzone just pissed me off because of the fucking game file size. It, well over 200 oh my God, gigabytes at some point, whatever it was. Like, far too much on console. Yeah. It was, when like, half every... the hard drive for people that hadn't actually upgraded it. Yeah, and every single update, you would need double the amount of space. Yeah. So we can reserve the file space, download it, and then delete and then update the files. It just took, took the mickey. 
really did take the piss. Granted, I think they have soloed into it more, and it's like 160 gigabytes, whatever the fuck it is now. But it's still far too much. It's still a lot, though, isn't it? The biggest thing that annoys me about playing those games on PC is when it has to compile the shaders every time you have a graphics card update. Mm. Even when you turn that option off. Epic Games have got some good uh, free games. Yes, I, I did see on my uh, thing in the Discord. The uh, yeah. I honestly Mafia. keep forgetting to look into the new stuff. Submerged oh, Mafia, is nice. Submerged in Mafia. I look in there, see the game and go, that's cool. And then never go on to Epic and download it. So when I see it, Knockout City would be good for a Friday game. Knockout City? What's that? Yeah. About? Dodgeball. Oh, that one, yeah. Oh. Free to play now, isn't it? You can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. It is, yeah. <laughs> By the way, don't, don't... Dragon Ball Z Bridge, dodge! <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget Why? to use code King Crazy in Epic Games. I didn't. You <laughs> I did not. Dodge. Let's have a look. See what games I've got in my Epic library. I think the only ones that I have installed is Dead by Daylight because I was going whenever the PTB came out. Essentially, what I was doing, I was having the Epic Games installed and then having the PTB on Steam, just like so a big brain. Oh, uh, that's smart. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I, might, I might do the PTB for uh, Epic then. You can't do a PTB on Epic, that's the thing. Oh, it can only be done on Steam, that's yeah. shite. As far as I'm aware. Never mind, bad idea. They'd probably fucking hack it some way anyway. Bastards. Oh, true, I could just hack the PTB on there. Well, I guess you could potentially open Me? up the PT do the PTB on... Steam, copy those files over to the Epic installation, launch it from there, unless they've got particular files to launch via Steam, which they probably do when, if you launch it through the Epic games, we don't know, it might just launch certain files. Hang on, I'll just send you the same GIF that I sent. Um, Sorry, Caveman, I'm just guessing. Oh, that's alright, I got you. <laughs> yeah, you got me. <laughs> oh, me, Caveman. <laughs> Basically, yeah, too complicated things to be able to play the PTB on Epic that'll probably fail and likely result in you just having a hack version of Dead by Daylight. Hackermans. Just, yeah. Wait, Knockout City, I think I had that already on EA Play because I was invited for, to the beta and stuff as well. I just kept forgetting to play it. Is this like normal dodgeball though, or is it like a super anime style dodgeball? It's kind of like dodgeball in the artwork of Splatoon, right? Okay. Would you like um like like the difference between playing like FIFA and playing FIFA Street? Like, is it dodgeball? Is it dodgeball Street? Like where you can charge up game breakers and like that? Dodgeball Street. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Like you can like charge up a super mega curler that just like hits four people at once if you get enough points or catch the ball like five times in a row or some shit. You know what? Condition make making me want to panner. You know. Well, what? Is it like they call it panner or something? Ah, uh, that's in... panner. Yeah. I wonder what the fuck you were on about then. I'm not gonna. You was talking about FIFA Street. I just want to play it now. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> in all fairness, FIFA Street One and FIFA Street Two were really good games. 
then it got stupid. Didn't they do something like in one of the latest FIFAs to bring it back? Um, they brought in Volta football, which was sort That's of the one, like yeah. it was sort of like shit FIFA Street. So the skills weren't nearly as dramatic, and I think it was like reassigned or something stupid like that. FIFA Street was always a giggle. Like doing doing like five star skills with Peter Crouch just looked like something different, but. And he's just like he's crazy like seeing that I guy in the game. I love Peter Crow. He's given one of he's, my he's... best answers I've ever heard in my life. He was interviewed before and uh, they were like going through like questions with him and all that. And they're like, Oh, so like if you if you were in a footballer, like what do you think you would be? Like in, in like the real world, like what what do you think you'd be? And he just looked at the interviewer dead in the eye and she went, probably a virgin. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> that is like... I can't imagine what... I'm trying to think of old games that I used to love playing that I'd like to see remastered. Simpsons in Yes. Have you seen that guy? I think I touched on it. Not the one that you missed, I think, actually. There's a guy that's actually remaking Simpsons Hit and Run in Unreal Engine, and it looks fantastic. Oh, that'll be a fantastic game. You need to watch it. Like he's, it's like maybe four, thirty to forty minute videos. Like how he's gone through it process by process and showing you uh, the mechanics. The uh, he, I think he's recently done um, the vehicle movement. Like nailed that one down mm. now, and he's literally remastering Simpsons Hit and Run. It's never going to be an open project that he's going to release to the public or anything. The finished project, but he's essentially made it like GTA. Five and he's even done the you know the camera animation when you log into GTA Five it gives you a bird's eye view and then it zooms into your character kind of thing. Yeah, he's done that. Oh, that looked really fucking good. Yeah, so he's. I've just got another one as well when you're finished. Yeah, the guy's done that and it just looks phenomenal. Like it really does. I'll see if I can just quickly yeah, find you, it for you. You definitely find that thing. Mm. Yeah, the other one I just thought of uh, Star Wars Battlefront Two and not the shitty one they released uh, earlier that was on PlayStation 2 because that was a fucking good game. Yeah. I sunk so many hours into that. There is the new Star Wars game coming out. Um, I forget what the name of it is, but that looks quite interesting. Um, It follows on from Fallen Jedi, I think it is. Oh, I never played any of the other ones. <laughs> it, it was rated as one of the, the best um, Star Wars games that's ever been made. If I Believe, um, mm. if I remember rightly, um, but it, it was a really, really good game, and the same devs have gone back to make this game, and it's sort of like a follow-on. I've always liked. A... Sorry, man. I think he's done about four or five episodes so far. It's amazing. Sorry, Ryan. No, you're fine. It's, um, there's quite a few old school games, but like, like it was like the old Sonic game when they redone Sonic. I'd love to see that come back out. But again, it's just sort of like, essentially just a graphics update on a game. Mm. And you know they'll do it as just a graphics update. There won't be anything different about it. And they'll make it look like the Sonic that we didn't get on the film. 
<laughs> but also, and is... I'm really biased, but Dino Crisis really needs a fucking re-release. Like, that's what a remaster is kind of supposed to be, though. Yeah, but like it's just, like... Just an like... upgrade of... Yeah, it's essentially... I would prefer it just to be a graphics update. So, like, you know the all the weird, like, glitches and stuff like that that you could do? Like, for example, in Skyrim, you can do the uh, the potion glitch so you can get unlimited money and, unlim like, super, super insanely powerful potions so you... You can just look at someone the, the the wrong way and then they'll just fly across the screen and die. Mm. That kind of stuff. Like, remastering a game, to me, like, the reason why it was remastered is because there was, like, glitches and weird things in there that shouldn't have been, but it was awesome because, like, without internet or whatever, you couldn't put a patch on it. And it shifted like that. Like, for if you're doing it for nostalgic reasons, keep those glitches in the game. But then... If you're doing it because it was like a, a classic or whatever, and there wasn't any gun, uh, there wasn't any glitches and stuff like that in the game, then yeah, I'd, graphics update, give it a little bit more story or whatever. Do it that way. Yeah, it'd be quite interesting just to see them do something like not so much like fixed like old game bugs, but like a graphics update, but add to the story with extra missions or an alternative ending and. Just sort of along mm. those lines. I tell you what, I loved Crash Team Racing. Like for the PlayStation Crash mode. Bandicoot. Yeah, Crash Team. It was yeah. cool, actually, Crash Team Racing. It was basically Mario Kart, but with Crash. Yeah. That kind of had, like, a story thing. You had to go through, like, all these different levels to unlock the next one and the next one kind of thing. And then you had to be the boss, like, the... Was it Ringo or something the dog was called? I can't remember. But, like, you have to go through it. That was pretty cool. The main crash villain I always remember was um, Tiny. Tiny, that's the one, yeah. Tiny the dog. No. Bloody Ringo. Oh, Tiny. Oh, Tiny was a fat dude. Never mind. He was Tiny, the fat guy. Tiny was yeah. the big hench tiger. Yeah. Yeah. Dog from Crash Team Racing. It's gonna, it's gonna annoy me now. Watch <laughs> should be something really stupid like Buddy or something. Yeah. Oh, Ripperoo. It was Ripperoo. Ripperoo. Yeah. The crazy psycho dog. Funny enough, he had blue hair as well. <laughs> Ryan. <laughs> but, uh, what did you say me oh. for? What have I done? Oh. <laughs> penny drop. The penny drop. Yeah, that took a <laughs> fucking while, didn't it? <laughs> mm. yeah. But no, um, going back on what we were on about with the whole remastered thing, I'm not against games being remastered like how GTA has been and how uh, Pokemon has been or whatever. But I think there needs to be sort of a cut-off point. Like, re-releasing it for three generations is too much. I feel yes. like they should have been focusing on a newer game or something else, rather than yes. just sort of revitalizing a game that's already been done. It's the obvious cash grab behind it. Yeah. Like, if they were to remaster it and go, we're going to charge you what we would charge for a DLC because we've just reworked graphics. But then even that DLC nowadays are getting expensive. Yeah, but like if if a game like if you've paid like sixty quid for a game and then they go oh like we've updated all the graphics and made it look so much better it runs so much smoother and we fixed a load of bugs and everything we're re-releasing it on the new console so you can play it on your new console, but it's only it's going to cost you twenty quid rather than the sixty that you paid in the first place. Mm. Yeah, all right, it's still a money grab, but it feels like a less of a kick in the teeth than having to buy the same game again. No, yeah. we should just have it for free. I tell they you could, a game that I could love. If, 
if they have made their money back and have plenty of money to put into another project, yes. Oh, they've made over, what is it, 100 million? Oh, yeah, GTA has, yeah. They made 6 yeah. billion, I think it was. Oh, but, billion. like, so, some games that remaster it, I, I don't really mind paying for Like, when uh, The Last of Us moved from 3 to 4, I didn't mind too much, because I felt like it was kind of funding the next game. But 4 to 5, and the new one's already been done, feels like a bit of a piss take. Like, there's... You know what? There was a game that I used to play on the PlayStation 2. And I played the shit out of it. I loved it. I, I had to complete all of it. And I think it deserves a remaster. Because there's no good Yu-Gi-Oh games that have come out really since Legacy of the Duelist. Because they've just remastered that, haven't they? And just unlocked everything. But, uh... What was it? Roses? Uh, Legacy of the Roses or something like that? Or, um, Yu-Gi-Oh! Duelist of the Roses. That's what it was. For PlayStation 2. It was kind of like chess... Uh, but with Yu-Gi-Oh, so you would, you would be like the king or something. Aaron, you might have this. I do have it. Oh, obviously, he definitely has it. <laughs> yeah, has I was gonna say. Just yeah, just look up. You'll see Yu-Gi-Oh, Duelist of the Roses. Fantastic game. You would move your, your characters around the map and stuff, and uh, like there would be terrain. Whenever you put like terrain cards down, like Tomb World or something, certain amount of blocks would turn into Tomb blocks. Uh, it was just a fantastic game. I loved it, and like. Back when I played it, the animations were top-notch. I don't care what anyone says. <laughs> I Mate, I'm still playing old-school RuneScape. <laughs> I don't care about the animations not being top-notch. <laughs> no, I, I could never remember this, the name of this game. There was a really old Dragon Ball Z game that I used to play on PlayStation 2. Um, where I basically... look up again. <laughs> Budokai Tenkaichi. Uh, Budokai... I can't literally, I can't remember anything about this game other than the fact that you had like counters on a board and you would have to move your counter to the next space to either like attack a villain or go to like earn a chest to get like a prize or and you could move around the world using like this counter. Snakes and ladders. So <laughs> it's sort of like snakes and ladders, but like it comes to the point where like you'd need like like say you like you need Goku to fight um, Majin Buu, and Majin Buu would be like chasing your Gohan character down to go and kill him. So you're trying to like move Gohan away and catch up with um, Goku to be able to like win the fight. I've never been able to find it for years, and like putting that into Google just doesn't work. I'm gonna say it's a lot for Google to try. And... <laughs> yeah. <I was> <laughs> This Google's like no signore, no, no, no. Mister Goku, no home. But I don't, I don't know enough about Yu Gi Oh or Dragon Ball to help either of you. Yeah, no. Yeah, like I loved Yu Gi Oh. I'm beyond help, anyway. It's fine. Even even Yu Gi Oh, like my Yu Gi Oh thing used to just be see how many cards I could fuse together, see what it come out with, and then see what happened. So it's pretty much like your Pokemon team building, yeah. No, I know a little bit about my Pokemon, just not like full on comp strat with the fucking one HP Magnemite with Sturdy. Mate, he still uses Ashka Ranger and nothing else, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you probably still sweep him most of the time as well. No, when he has Ashka Ninja, I don't really have a lot of answers because that thing should really be in Ubers and it's not for some reason in that generation. Mm. I think it's because 
there was plenty of answers for it. So it's the equivalent of playing Nurse with Starstruck Agitation. Like, everyone knows it's broken, but no one wants to fix it. Just saying this is a skill issue. Not to the same extreme. Mate, <laughs> how many times have I six-awed you or five-awed you? <laughs> Don't even skill issue. How many times have I been paid to let you do that? Zero. I'd like to see you try and find any transaction between me and you and me sending you money outside of me just giving you subs. I wonder what I've been paying myself to take the L. Have you now? <laughs> What'd you pay yourself in a pat on the back? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> well done, Kev. You did well. Well, well done, Kev. You, you uh, inflated Ash's Pokemon <laughs> ego. <laughs> also, I know it's very off topic and we did share that little picture in the Discord, but there is actually a new Pokemon that's been announced as well for the new game. Indeed, I will. I, um, I I feel like I should include that picture. Do you want to go I over it? Uh, all I know is it's a poison monkey, and I've forgotten its name because it's something weird. But I will go and get the name for you now. Massive. Yeah, I love it. Poison monkey. I remember thinking um, Apom was going to be poison type when I first see it. Um, I'm gonna butcher this. Grafafi. Graffiti, yeah? I don't know. I'll type it and then someone else can have a crack at it. It's G R A F A I A I. There you go. Graffalay. Or Graffi. Graff? Graffi might not be too far off. Yeah. Falafel. Is that like the Altaye version of Pokemon? I'm sorry. Graffi. But no, it's uh, toxic. I, I am noticing a little bit of a is it like a new theme though? No, just get out. <laughs> but yeah, a lot of the Pokemon they're releasing are a type such as um, Smoliv. It's Grass Normal, hmm. and then we have Cyclozar, which we mentioned in one of the um, podcasts a while ago, which is Dragon Normal. This one is Poison Normal. So they seem to be adding a lot of normal. Pokemon in. I don't know if that's just a sort of a placeholder because they don't actually know but you would have thought they wouldn't just put slash normal type if they didn't know. Mm. But yeah, the, the design school though. They... I would say Graphii by the way. I Graf think that would be the best. Graphii? Yeah. I think... might. <laughs> that was close. There's a lot of details on it though. Like there's a, a lot more than any of the others. Mm. Is it possible like is it what's the likelihood of it being like pure type? So they've just put the normal there so people don't think that it's a pure type, but it'll be released as one. I don't know. Be pure poison, pure grass, pure dragon. I mean dragon normal for Cyclozar makes sense. And yeah. grass normal for Smoliv is a it's far fetched. I would just assume it would be grass. I don't see why they would add normal type to it. Mm. And this is sort of on that line. I don't see why they've added normal type to it. Mm. But it seems more likely than Smoliv to be um, partly normal type as well. Obviously, you've seen the design. It looks like it could be. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It could be a placeholder. It might not be. But that literally got announced today. The hot of the presses. We get oh, the best yeah. information from. Even though the episode doesn't release for another couple of days. There we go. I'm curious why Sadako is trending on Twitter. DBD or the actual like horror icon? DBD. Okay. 
Um, possibly to do with the latest uh, thing with Oz's experiment. Just everyone trying to possibly, get a buff. Yeah. Yeah, no, then, so there's a guy called, I think his uh, name was One-Eyed Willy, or something like that. Um, oh, the, 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 the super fucking Sadako um Yeah, he went, on like, he went on like a hundred win streak with Sadako, and he does it without hooking anyone. He just uses... Yeah, because he just follows them backwards. He does it to boost their condemned, and he'll just condemned kill them. But um, quite recently, Otz had him on a stream against like the streamers that he usually has for when he's testing builds and stuff. For like, was it on Haddonfield by any chance? They played. They played like six games. I think one of them was on Haddonfield. Um, or the one you might be looking at is um, he done it in a tournament. Um, yeah. He got a four K in a tournament on Haddonfield um, using the strat. Um, but it's it's a really interesting way to play. But once you know what they're doing and how to counter it, um, it can be quite difficult to even get it to work. Really interesting, though. It was very well thought out. So thinking about remastering and stuff what would you do to remaster twitch um, yeah features to make it better <laughs> not just a graphic update what are we talking about twitch make like, making fe- twitch better features or tools that you would add to twitch as a streamer to improve it for yourself more money more money <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, um, um, get, get that 55% or whatever it is, or 33% ad revenue. I don't know, the features they're adding at the moment are pretty cool. Uh, what features are they again? Um, are the um, we spoke about this last week, didn't we? Uh, yeah, Kev was in the base. Oh, the charity. Um... The shout outs thing. They're bringing their yeah. own shout out thing out. The the charity thing I actually looked into um, the other day is it's US based charities only. Yeah, oh, I did. I that's because they're a US based company, if anything. I get that. It just makes the feature redundant for like UK streamers. Yeah. yeah. Not, not um, that it doesn't. Also... Like, you could still raise money because they, they, they are like international. Rec- internationally recognized charities on there but your donate your donations would go to the u.s based version of them so i had a question that i wanted to sort of raise up with you guys regarding the shout out thing so you know people just raid for the shout out yeah like you you know that um i can just go into my chat without even streaming just do forward slash raid apocalypse or indominus ash and then i would raid you with one viewer or yeah. if it's like a bot or whatever so, in the case of that happening, would do you think they would do like a minimum? Is I think they would do it the same way they have with hosts, where it doesn't even pop up unless there's an X amount of people. Yeah, because that's what I was thinking. Like, if they do it for any, if they do like an automatic shout out kind of thing, where it shout out anyone that's raided you, 
Um, they have fixed ho um hosting now. By the way, it does show up. How does it? Yeah, because yeah. I host Kaylee from time to time now, and it shows up on hers. So. Uh, I know that it didn't for a while because you needed to have a certain amount. Yeah. It was stupid though, because you never like you're never gonna host someone to a certain amount of people. You're hosting someone because you're offline. It's not it's not just to do with that hosting boosts you up the um recommended. Mm. That's what it's primarily used for. It just keeps boosting you up to like the little sidebar where, you know, yeah, Twitch like recommends blah blah blah. Yeah. And all that it just boosts you up a lot because it it puts you in a category where a lot of people or a lot of other streamers are like highlighting you as a streamer you know that's yeah good to watch in a sense or entertaining yeah and it There's just puts you I on a mini pedestal i used to do it because yeah I used, I used to do it quite often for king streamers i would go in and post while i was there Knowing full well, like I, I'd, I'd be out of the house. So I, I didn't, I hadn't been streaming or anything, and but like it was, it puts you on your channel. So if anyone happens to come across your channel for whatever reason, if they've watched a TikTok or something, they go and check out your channel, and then they see that person on your channel. And if you get one follow from it, or one person come in and say hi, like happy days, but. I was sort of seeing it as a, a little bit of a helping hand for exposure. Not that it done much, but you never know. Well, every little helps though, doesn't it? That's the thing. It helps discoverability. That's so, all it does. Like I, I, I see it as like just pressing that host button. Well, if you got BTTV, pressing that host button, it costs you nothing. But mm. you're helping out a friend or you're helping out a streamer. You know, so it's, it doesn't cost anything. But I think if they have that feature to auto shout out, like you can set a number of like the same kind of thing you can do with bits, right? You can say a minimum amount of bits to cheer. So like you can do it at one, you can do it at ten, you can do it at a thousand, whatever. Like you could do it as a minimum number of viewers. And if that's the case, I would put, I would probably put like two or three because the amount of, the amount of times that I've been raided by someone just taking the piss just to make my alert go off. Um, and it's just the same person, but that person's not in my community anymore. So you, you know what I mean? It's just like, there's no need for it. So like if it's, if it happens every single time. The amount of times that someone they just want their name to be shouted out in chat or something or to gain followers like you can go to Starver stream raid Starver with no viewers or like well, you haven't even streamed and it just auto shout out you know like uh, it doesn't like do it with dots he's got a minimum um thingy raid on yeah I think any of the big streamers um maybe i don't know the complete ins and outs of like settings like that but like you can't raid him with one viewer. Yeah. How do you stop that? Five or three or whatever. Um, I don't know. I think it might be a partner thing, but I know um a long, long time ago someone jokingly said to me to raid Ots and mm. they did I, I didn't consider it because I thought it was a bit of a piss take, but um they did say afterwards that you can only raid him if you're actually partnered. 
Right, so, so, you, so he's enabled it so you can only have partners raiding you. Possibly, like, yeah. I don't know. You, you've raided JRM before now, haven't you? Kev. Yeah. That was quite funny, that one. I like whatever people suggest. I just do for a laugh. Like I don't, I don't care. Like it's, it's fine. Like if it's, it's for entertainment, in my opinion. Like if somebody requests it or like use their points to guide the raid, as long as they're not toxic and as as long as they fit within what I would consider like watchable content, I'd raid yeah. them. Okay, so it's in your settings in stream the set the stream section. It's at the bottom. It says allow all raids, only allow raids from teammates and follow channels. Yeah, I knew that one was there, but I didn't like, I thought uh, you said um, like a set amount of people. So it's probably a partner only feature then. They... Possibly, yeah. It's, yeah. it's prob yeah. probably more in depth that you can do it for, if you're a partner. Yeah, because they, they also used to have an option only allow raids from friends. Remember when friends were a thing on Twitch, which nobody used? Uh, yeah. I used it occasionally. <laughs> like, but what did it give you though? It, it, it I just like to message my friends on it and see who they were watching. That was the extent of what I used it for. Yeah, which is pretty That's... much what you just do on Discord anyway. Exactly. And that is the only thing that I saw the benefits. Like, it's like oh, I fancy someone new to watch. Oh, Indominus Arches. Uh, Indominus Arches watching. Like, <laughs> just call Chase. him Indominus Arches. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It was a mistake. I did not hit her. I did not. <laughs> I did not have sexual relations with that woman. I did not have sexual relationships with that ad. <laughs> but yeah, it's like it, Ash is watching Chase. Like, so I was like, oh, cool. Let's check Chase out. And then you just go on and see someone new, someone that your friends are watching. But that was the only good thing about it, I feel like, because you could whisper people anyway. Yeah, I still feel like that was positive enough to keep it in. Yeah, because it, it was nice to have like that discoverability from people. It is, like, but at the same time, you've got the recommended channels pushed down even further. Then, yeah, so it's just like. But um, to, for me, I don't really use recommended channels because you can't um control who's on there. Like when we had that run in, I'm not going to name the person, but when we had had that run in with someone, that person was getting recommended all the time, and I don't want to watch that. Um, so I'm I'm not overly keen on recommended channels because you can't force people off of it that you don't want to watch that's something they need to introduce because that very person that i believe you're referring to was being More recommended to me for about two weeks straight and i was banned yeah. from his channel why are you recommending me a channel that i've been banned from yeah i have no idea what you, you, you do know about, it's, 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 it's like i'm hitting my head against a brick wall or something I'll uh, I'll put it like in the group chat. You know what I'm on about. If you like, like as if you were trying to lunge at something, yeah. 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 I think Ash completely, just as I did. I Ash completely missed the joke there. Mm-hmm. Ah, <laughs> uh, I don't. Know. I thought you were being serious. It's you. <laughs> nah, you don't get to play that when it's you. Sorry, Mister. Oh yeah, you had a lethal pursuer. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's that's different though. I knew this one. <laughs> How do you know I was there? Oh yeah, lethal pursuer. But no, I, I feel like it needs a little bit more personalization for It should have what Spotify has. Like you know when you're making a playlist and then you get you've like you've added all these songs and stuff or like you've scrolled to the bottom, say, here's here's some suggested songs that you could add to this playlist, and then there's a refresh button just in case mm -hmm. there's not it should have something like that. Just refresh. Yeah. yeah. 
just something simple like refresh channels. Because I'm like, for example, I'm watching Chase right now and it's got all my follow channels on the side. Then it's got recommended channels and then Chase uh, viewers also watch yeah. these people. And then there's like Dan Bish, Mi Mini, Mini Mo, Woo It's Jake, One Pump Willy. Didn't you just say about him? That's the one. One Pump Willy, not One Eyed Willy. I was going to yeah. say, is that your alter ego, One Pump Willy? No. <laughs> and then there's Real Slow Loris. Like, there's those five channels, it's, and you can just see those, and that's what's getting recommended from watching Chase, as well as I've got um, George of the North, Ben Pepsi, Amy Lass, Bria, Briar Fire, Briar Fire, I'm not sure. And yeah, then Pia Blossom, Pia Blossom, I don't know. But then those are on the recommended. So you've got 10 channels there worth of like viewing. Just like from recommended and then this recommended based on a preference that you've chose to watch this person. Yeah. If that makes sense. But the only thing is there's a show more button on the recommended channels to make it to 10 recommended channels. Mm. Um, and then it doesn't have that on where it says Chase viewers also watch this. It's only got show less. So it goes from three to five, which I think, if anything, it would be better to have the chase viewers also watch above the recommended channels and then have more uh, choice to watch what other viewers also watch like chase. Because then yeah. you know that if people like chase and they're more prone to watch these people, then you're going to probably like that new streamer more than just like a random recommended channel on the side. Yeah. Then they, one of they... the I think Twitch needs to do is just give you that, even if they don't want to do it as a set thing, just give you the option to switch them around if you wanted. Twitch just so it feels more... Mm, I'm just yeah. looking at it now. I think it needs a UI update. It needs to be more user-friendly in terms of discoverability and how content is produ uh, not produced, uh, how content is promoted. Um, what's the other word? Presented. How content is presented to you. So, like, have you seen the beta where they've got the new front page where you can watch a certain amount of time of, like, a new person? It's, I'm going to be honest. I've never, ever looked on the front page of Twitch. No. No, I know. Neither have I, to be honest. But I've seen a video of the new sort of, like, beta thing that they've got going on where it's kind of like Tinder. Um, from the screenshot that I've seen from Ryan's phone. And uh, <laughs> don't you giggle. <laughs> and um, essentially, you can just like have a look for a while. But then after like a cinema time, you'll get an ad. Or we'll sort of like pause the stream and say, to continue watching, go to this person's channel. It only gives you like a minute or two minutes or something. Um, if you don't like the streamer, like you can just switch to the next one. It's basically their terrible way of trying to promote streamers to you uh, in a sort of carousel style uh, without showing pre-roll ads before you go into their stream, if that makes sense. And it's it's a good concept, but you have no control who's, like, actually on there. So that's the only thing. It's kind of probably, like, if you go on the front page of, of what do you call it, of Twitch now, I was going to say Steam then, uh, you've got recommended channels probably like, I don't know, Bazinga or whoever streams these days that are on the front page. And um, 
you got no control over it. If it was recommended for you, if it was your recommendations or streams that you actually watch, yeah, that'd be better, way better. Because at least you're more than likely to click on that person's stream and then get served an ad. Well, at the minute I've got about 10 or so streams that I could just flick through, but all of their content is not anything that I've, like, I've mentioned The Last of Us, I've never watched it on here. Never seen Enclave, never watched StarCraft, it's all just random shit. It's not personalized exactly. at all. It's not at all, is it? So I've got Last of Us Part 1. Yeah, I've got these Zirka... are all the ones on the front page of Twitch at the minute. We're all the same. Yeah, GTA, uh, Pokemon Black White, I probably see that, but I, and I don't watch Pokemon on Twitch. I don't watch Pokemon at all, actually. I just, it's just the uh, new updates or whatever coming out. That's all I watch. Then there's just Chine Screen. Starcraft. Yeah, I think we've got the same. And I do think standing. they need to take a, a leaf from YouTube's book in terms of what gets recommended to you when yeah, you're 100%. on their homepage. Yeah. Granted, a lot of the shit on my YouTube is stuff that I've never watched and don't want to watch, but you know. I've got my YouTube recommendations down to a point where I'm happy with them now because in the nicest way I don't subscribe to channels that I want to watch and the reason why is because I found out that if I do subscribe to channels then it stops taking it off my recommended and gives me some weird shit recommendations that I don't want so I found if I watch the channels that I uh, sorry if I don't subscribe to the channels I want to watch and then I watch those channels from my recommended it still recommend me those videos and for the last like 12 months it has it's like i'm not subscribed to like zwag or i'm not subscribed to um listen gamer <laughs> no i am actually subscribed no. to that one <laughs> no. please please like and subscribe <laughs> yeah please like and subscribe to us so for example like there's beard meets food um i'm not subscribed to beard meets food but i can guarantee you every single time that i go on there it's either his brand new video that shows up on my recommended or it's a video from the past that I haven't watched yet. Um, I'm not subscribed to Short Circuit or Tech Links and that kind of stuff, but I get recommended those on the daily as well. So, it, and it's always sort of something that I'm, it's stuff that I constantly watch, and then there's like little things now, like there's an Iron Man clip on there now, like a deleted scene or something like that. So, because I sometimes go down the rabbit hole of just watching clips from some of the movies, the Marvel films and stuff. I do like binging that kind of stuff. Oh. But um yeah, it's it's got some really good I, I've got it in a good place. So as much as I would like to just be that extra number on like ten million subscribers, I think not subscribing to things like that helps my personal recommendations page better than if I subscribed. Hmm. It is. I can, I can guarantee if I if I unsubscribe to listen game and podcast, it would show up on my recommendations. <laughs> yeah, but, but do then, subscribe, do like subscribe until we're like semi-famous, and then you can unsubscribe, and we'll be in your recommended. Then. As long yeah, as you like and comment, to be honest, we're fine. To be fair, you guys subscribe, keep subscribing until we get our own sort of podcast room where all four of us are in the same goddamn room for a change. We are going to have to organize a podcast where all of us are in the same room at some point. Yeah. That'd be cool. That'd be awesome. And, uh, yeah, like if all of us could be in the same room doing a podcast, even if it's once, even if we stream it or something, like I'd be there with a stream deck cut into everyone that's talking all the time. <laughs> That'd be cool. 
That'd be awesome. It'd be really uh, cool. That's that's my goal, to be honest. To have a decent sort of size room with a podcast, a nice big oak table or something, nice clean looking room, get guests in, maybe have Ryan under the desk. I know we've been going for some time, but one last thing I'd like to say as well is in terms of like features and things that they could add, I'd like to see a feature added for people. You know how like Snapchat has the, the streak thing? I feel like that would be a cool idea for Twitch, for people that like sort of care about that kind of thing. So having a streak for how many like days in a row they've watched maybe, or if they've returned or whatever, I think that would be kind of nice. They kind yeah, of do. They stream streak. So do you mean I don't as a think viewer the or streamer? User. I'd like to see it as the streamer, being able to see the streaks. I think that'd be cool. Or being able to share it with the streamer, if that makes sense. Mm. Just to have that little bit more... I don't know if competition is the right word, because some people like that kind of thing. Of like, oh, I've got more out, more days watched or whatever. Mm. Or even just like, a, uh, so this, like the I've known you for like a thousand days sort of thing would be kind of nice yeah. to see. Rather than just, oh, I've been subscribed for like 12 months or whatever. Like, yeah, it, so it'd be cool to have that little bit more um, personalization towards it. Yeah, so, so something like, like if, if, for example, I stream uh, seven days a week the next month, and then yeah. two weeks in, it's like, oh, hey, um, everybody welcome back, Indominus Ads. He's been here for, the, like, he's been in the stream for 14 days in a row, that kind of thing. Not like so much of a, an aggressive call out like that, but like just an acknowledgement that you've been there for every single stream for the last however many days. Mm. Just something simple like that. But then you can imagine if it's something like Ots, he's got thousands of viewers that watch him every single day. Yeah. Well, no, but again, in terms of like personalization, you could turn it off if you weren't interested. Mm. You could turn it off or you could only do it at milestone days, like every 30 days or 15 days or something like that, every half month yeah. or month. But yeah, I, I get what you mean. Be a cool little feature to play around with. They just need to in include, uh, we were talking about this before this happened, but they just need to be more like YouTube and include more forms of content and discoverability for said content. Like if you watch a live stream on YouTube, you get recommended videos either by that same creator or you get recommended videos for very similar channels or very similar sort of video themes. That's what it needs to do. And just make VODs more appealing to, to watch and stuff on you gotta go through a stupid rigmarole just to get to watch somebody's vod. Yeah. There's a there's a fair few things they could do. It just it seems to be like they need to there's a lot more tools and stuff that they could give streamers to grow and build their communities and increase discoverability and make things simpler and more focused rather than just generic. Yeah. I'm also just waiting for my sneakers to come tomorrow. <laughs> sneakers? Haven't you got yours yet? Oh, no, it, 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 it didn't. It didn't. I ordered mine late. I totally forgot about them, so I ordered it quite late. That's just oh, the flavor's amazing, Kev. Honestly, so mine's I've never top three. Ever, yeah. Yeah. I've not really been fan of orange, but I do really want to taste it. But this, this orange is completely different. Because I've noticed that I've always hated Apple products because they taste synthetic and awful. But Sneak Sour Apple, I actually enjoyed, and I was very, very surprised. 
that's the first apple thing that I've tasted that I was like, hang on a minute, that's actually really nice. So what uh, are the I love like? this orange. The sneakers are nice as well. Yeah. Definitely. They are they worth the £10 per box? Um, no. Personally, not not for the, like, the amount you get. Yes, 225 grams, so it's what? A bowl. 225 grams, that's like a bag of fucking sweets. Yeah, it's not much at all, is it? Hold on, I got you. What are the my, sneakers My taste bag like? of What's whispers is 110 grams. It's like two bags of whispers, there you go. Oh, it's quite small. And the boxes. Do they taste good? Bear in mind, I have been eating them throughout the day. Yeah. Do they do they taste good? Yeah, I think they do. They remind me of like special K bars. All oh, right, so so they're quite sweet and yeah, know. sweet and fruity. Yeah. In a sense, yeah. Hair's on point, by the way, man. Thank you. I did it really well today. Just so to proud. get hacked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got I got called Sonic by uh, some of the kids because I when I spike my because I either wear my hat or if I feel really fancy I just spike it up and it kind of goes like yours but it's like a mohawk instead and they think that I look really? like Sonic. I always yeah. thought you were bald. No, sadly, not yet. <laughs> no, I just shave my uh, I have my side shaved and. Uh, I just wear a hat more. I just feel comfortable in a hat. Like I used to be a beanie boy, and then I got my own merch thing, and I tried it, and I thought I really like this. This is comfy, and I've never liked these style of hats. Probably because I had really long hair. But uh, I've I used to have it in like a Viking cut, and then have it tied back. But now I just have it like a massive mohawk, taken after one of my favorite streamers, like Apocalypse. Pockapoo. Mine's but not I, really a mohawk. It's more of a false hawk. Or yes, a faux hawk. A faux hawk, yeah. But mine's like actually down the sides. And I've got this like... It goes into a V at the back. So it thins out at the back. Yours is like full on through it. Yeah. But yeah, I've got this styling powder. It's like talc powder. It's brilliant. Keeps it up all day as well. I'm not into like the products like you. We need that picture of Lynx. We do need that picture of Link. What? Bold links. We need bold links. We need bold links. No, thank you. Look how majestic it makes King look, though. Even with that duck face. <laughs> like, you gotta have all the duck face. <laughs> oh, it's such a good picture. It's one of my favorite pictures I've ever taken of you. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I think th go, go for a while, haven't we? Mm, just a little, just a little while. Uh, is there anything? It's been a long one. Yeah, I don't even know how long it's been. I didn't, I didn't record this one. A little over two hours. Yeah, we're at two hours twenty. Give or take. Oh, that's not bad then. Uh, yeah, it's been a, a good session, lads. Oh my god, it's what the. F <laughs> what the fuck is that? Dude, it, it, it looks like Doctor Evil's son. <laughs> I have no idea. Oh, Scott, that's his name. His name is Scott, isn't it? Scotty! Yeah, Scott. <laughs> when a problem comes along, you must zip it. Zip it good. 
Oh, why are we going to do that when we're ending? I, I, I don't know. I just thought, would it work? And it did, but I didn't think that it was the same. And it just <laughs> looks like that. <laughs> well, at least I know where to put the pictures when I do the video now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it does look. <laughs> Let me just save that one. I think that's as close as Bald thinks we're getting. To be fair, I don't think he's gonna do do the no. thing properly. Definitely not. But as I say, um, ignore ignore um, King's advice to keep us in your recommended. Please, please subscribe. Um, yes. Yeah. Comments, five star reviews only, please. Any less than, we'll have to email our complaints team to get in contact with you, which will be kept. It's, it's five, mil coming. five million subs. Apocalypse will do a bold filter. To be fair, if someone subbed like five billion times, I think we'd actually be able to shave his head. I don't no, think no. he'd let you. I wouldn't want For to. Five billion subs. You know. Quite a few people have asked me what what is my limit of like what what would be my goal of subs to shave my hair and I still haven't answered them. I honestly wouldn't like that would be ten like, and a half billion pounds. If I give if I was Elon Musk right now and I give him my entire fortune to shave his head, I still wouldn't want him to. Because he got a very good head of hair. No, I know, good. but for like... And it'd like, take a while to get in that condition and be that nice again. From his point of view, ten, ten and a half billion pounds to shave your head and let your hair regrow and start again. To look like an absolute twat for a few months, yeah. Just because you're bald doesn't mean that you're a twat. But the f <laughs> have you seen you're the pic have you seen you're, picture you're of just head? offended <laughs> half of your fan base now. <laughs> no, like, if if... Aaron goes along now, shaves his head, yeah? Everyone knows him to have this majestic mane of, of a head of hair. Look absolutely on point, like moister than an oyster to anyone that comes into eye contact with him. And then all of a sudden he's just bald. My God, like, he's just... Like he, he, he's he more than just his hair, Kev. He's, he's not, though, let's be fair. I don't know, I do get a majority of my Twitch growth from my hair. Literally, <laughs> daily. My God, like, you're, you're literally right. He's just been given ten and a half billion pounds to shave his head. He could literally have all of the hair that he has shaved off made into a wig and put back on his fucking head to look exactly the fucking same and still wouldn't have nine same. and a half billion pounds left. So it would cost a billion pounds to do that, would it? To get it that good, yes. Jeez, you need to find a new hairstylist, dude. If it's costing you a billion pounds to do that. that, that just an exaggeration. Like that, you would still be a multi billionaire. Just an exaggeration. <laughs> I, I, there's no. no way on this earth anyone would say no to having their head shaved off for ten and a half billion pounds. You In underestimate no, how much I love my hair. No one is coming near any of my heads with a fucking razor blade. You can fuck right off. I you say any face. of my heads. In either of my heads. <laughs> it's a bloody Komodo or something, is he? Komodo? What are you in about? I don't bloody know. The fuck you know? Right. I think that's just about it then. Let's, let's end it now before it goes fast. Every time I hear Ryan laugh, all I just see is this. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
Oh god, yeah. I'm I'm done. Let's I'm call done. this one. Yes, yeah. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye.